the city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugar Fueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 75. So, Sugarfield Gamers, brought to you by Caramel. Yep. <laughs> Permanently brought to you by Caramel. See. Cadbury finally made it a permanent thing. Zalara basically um, indicated that she was somewhat lost on her hero reading. All directions pointed towards the directions pointed towards the Shawante and the Sinterlands. Oh, I'm surprised about that. Um, for other visions and information and things. As I say, she was quite vague on it. Uh, and I think that was sort of that. Um, you did a bunch of divination questions. And yeah. Learned yeah. intelligent things about Kazabon. Yes, yeah. he's a dragon. Yep. Not a man or a dragon man, just a dragon. Dragon, dragon, what's the dragon? And, and we will be no, it's just the one dragon, the really <laughs> big one. Yes. Like Shen Lao? very afraid. <laughs> yeah. We're too underpowered to fight him right now, and we'll probably always be too underpowered. Well, <laughs> he says he's a god, so... Oh, yeah, but when was the last time you punched a god? Yeah. But they all say that. <laughs> they all say that until you punch them, and then they're yeah. like, You'll come to fight a queen, and you're found a, a god. god. Uh-huh. Of course! For you, the day your city of Croft endeavoured to assassinate me was the beginning of your life. For me, it was toil there. (laughs) (laughs) And then the dragon puts on the spiffy hats. It's my murdering hat. I bet Octavia has a murder hat. That's just every hat that Octavia wears is a murder hat. I have my 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 murder hat. There's different styles of murdering. This is accidentally tortured to death. This is Asmodeus's justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the. I killed Glorio today, which has now been retired. Yeah, this is going on my mantelpiece. <laughs> yeah, that's um, it's a commemorative Glorio killing. It's like the hundred years of killing. I can just see them selling replicas. Commemorative Glorio got an execution hat. Yeah. Oh, like a woman, a, at, a nicely sort of feathered hat with a crossbow bolt sticking yeah. out. Of it. I was thinking, um. Uh, uh, I am a woman who wanted our Ar- Gloria Arcana dead, and on the back, and I shot him. <laughs> and then yeah. we can buy one for every woman. <laughs> every woman and probably My other victim was a different Arcana. <laughs> oh god, could you imagine if instead of um, offering us um, the chance to shoot uh, Gloria, it was just open invites to all the women in the city. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. He just runs through. He goes through. It's like, 
Do you wish to keep the blindfold on, Sir Guario? No, no, I wish to take it off. Takes it off. Sees every woman in the city pointing at him with a crossbow. I want it back on. <laughs> like, I, I, to be honest, I don't think Gloria got to talk to every woman in the city. Just oh, they most do. of the important ones. <laughs> I'm pretty sure when, when you're that much of a... Um, uh, so, yes, thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> word gets around. Yeah, if, if he had one word for his character, it would be misogynist. Yeah. <laughs> and certainly, it wasn't the entirety of what he was, <laughs> but it was an important part. Mm-hmm. At this point, I was thinking, I was thinking that freaking saints and goddesses were lighting up on the walls, taking shots at him too. <coughs> The sights and glasses didn't need to. Yeah. We were the. Yeah, they went through mortal age. Yes. Yep. Oh, that's right. It's the Lady of Graves. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, she just doesn't about, have a soul. Yeah, I was just about to say, he doesn't have a soul, so he bypasses that. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, a few times she's disappointed. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, we are in Gosford. This is a beautiful spring day. Um, it has been a very busy day for you thus far. It's been a beautiful day, and the Queen murdered Chrysidia Croft. Yep. Well, we discussed it. <laughs> executed. <laughs> it's executed. Yeah, if you know yes. it. You know, yeah, yeah. after she tried to stealing to steal a body. <laughs> well, maybe not necessarily steal it, but do something. Yeah. We don't know what. I can't remember precisely when we left off, but I think it was with the commune. Uh, yeah, yeah, the well, commune, yeah. there, there was the going to be yeah. Silver going to see yeah. yeah, but I yeah. think before Silver going to see <coughs> Tanith, we should have a discussion yeah. about what we want to do about Presidia. Because I think we've got some op- different opinions around the party, and if we're going to send Silver as our body stealing agent, we should at least oh yes. <laughs> give him clear instructions yes. about what we want him to do. Oh my gosh. That's something I can do. I can I can pretend to be a dead Chrysidia. Can I have a players, please? That's something I can do. I can be a, a, a body You can be a corpse. I yeah, I was thinking we could do a permanent image. Boy, that that plan just seems fraught with peril. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long are you hoping to keep this up until they bury the body? <laughs> That, that that plan doesn't seem like a no. Yeah, it only lasts two hours too. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think I think my permanent image plan is a better. Um, yeah, making it harder to detect the body has been stolen plan. Oh, if you if you want to do that, then yes, okay, we can. And that that was what the permanent image was for. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was part of that plan. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no. That, that's it's, just, it's just like we put a rock in the thing and then we cast permanent image on the rock and then Cressidia's body is still in the coffin. Yeah. No, no, no. You, you use permanent um, image, but what you want to do is get in contact with our bell Drago friend <laughs> and get him to bring a fresh corpse. Yeah, I was I was on the the idea of a fresh corpse because at least then you've got a little bit of backdrop on it as well because it would smell like a corpse and it'd have some tangibility as well. It's just you're giving it the image of Presidia, so you'd you'd have the backdrop. Do you really need to steal the body? Uh, If we ever want to bring her back, yes. Yes, because if they cremated, then we'd need a freaking powerful spell to bring her back. The only spell we would have then is true resurrection, which I won't. Additionally, if we want to bring her back, 
without spending a truly horrific amount of money on it. It needs to be in the next few days. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. we will not be doing that because we would have to betray one friend to get her back. This is a conversation we should have in character. Just to give you the the meta on this, because Flora would understand these spells perfectly well. Um, Ray's dead is you need her body more or less intact. um, And you need... um, it's something like nine days is your is about your window for that. Um, resurrection is you need a part of her body, including ashes and that sort of thing. Because um, if you explicitly calls out if you're disintegrated, your ashes count as a small portion of your body. So I'd say the yeah. same if she's cremated. Um, and that is. That's not true resurrection, at least. No, uh, that's the same nine day window. Um, I think certainly looks that way. Otherwise, like raised it. And true resurrection is the completely ludicrous. You have ninety years to bring her back and need nothing other than the knowledge that she exists. Well, <laughs> I know this I person. Was resurrection? I don't think resurrection was nine days. I don't. It's never read that way to me. Uh, resurrection. The spell functions like raised dead, except you are able to blah blah blah. Ah, uh, sorry. Yes, I did miss that one. Uh, Ten years per cast. Yeah, so yep. resurrection also gives you nineteen years, <laughs> which is a fairly comfortable word. Yeah, I've always wondered about that about um, true resurrection, though. Is you, say you do it like on the edge of the ninety-day window, mm. ninety-year window, you bring them back, but then what happens when they hit their mortal lifespan? Like, do mm. they die the next day? <laughs> I think well, no, because like they don't age in the intervening gap. I, was, I, I, I think it's like Steve with Captain America. Yeah. She won't, if I bought her back then, she wouldn't have aged. Yeah. It'd be like being put on ice. Yeah, but monks don't age, but when they hit their lifespan limit, then they still die. The lifespan limit doesn't account for aging. No. She, she's been taken out of, out of that until she's brought back. Uh, and this is a reasonably known commodity of people in the city that are able to do it. There's Flora, <laughs> discounting her um, Octavia Arch- Archbanker Tuttle, the cleric of Abadar, is capable of bringing people back from the dead with raised dead. Capara uh, de Bear, the Bishop of Phrasma, is capable of resurrecting. Um, nobody is capable of true resurrecting because that's about an 18th level character. Um, and Octavia has also done it for a very small percentage of people. Yeah. Uh, her services are not so much for sale. Archmaker Tuttle's services are for sale to anyone who can pay the price for it. And Kapara de Bear has brought people back from the dead, but doesn't do so very lightly. Mm-hmm. So what was the distinction in price between Resurrection and Raised Dead? Um, uh, 5,000 GP versus... Um, Raised dead needs a diamond worth five thousand. Yeah, ten thousand for resurrection. Yeah, so it's a um, significant increase in the amount of money we would be spending. Yeah. However, all right. So, going to the character discussion, um, we will have to to bring her back sooner. We would have to betray Iliosa, and that is not something I'm willing to do. Iliosa betrayed us. You're not the one that would be murdered. 
that would be tortured to death for bringing her assassin back. I am. You would be trading Cressidia's life for mine. I don't think Cressidia would want me to do this. So my option and my plan is we get her body, or what we need. We hide it somewhere here where no one else knows where it is. I will buy a scroll of resurrection and a scroll of regenerate and only when it is absolutely necessary for the city to have Cressidia back will she be brought back because we are all right now acting on emotion we are hurt and we are angry at both of them but they act they made decisions that we can't change we can only move forward and as much as I wish I could have Cressidia back, I don't think she'd want any of us to trade our lives for hers. We don't actually know that Ilios is going to destroy the body. That's the only reason to keep it the way she is, is, is. She might not destroy it, but she's keeping it to make certain no one else can bring Cressidia back. Yeah, I believe Sabrina had probably yep. said as much. Uh, well, how does that work? Just destroying the body. Um, in what sense? Sorry. Um, that, that not destroying the body is keeping people from bringing it back. If no, um, one, if no one has her body, mm-hmm. then you need to jump straight up to a ninth level true resurrection to get her back again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is, um, there are things that Iliosa could do to prevent this, but by far and away the easiest one is simply to keep her body away from other people. Mm. Whereas okay. if she goes and says... Because the city is capable of, of resurrecting her with a part. Yes. Yeah. But if there's no parts, then there's no resurrection at all. Correct. And I mean, okay. like, burying her in a grave in the grey would make it a trivial matter for anyone with shovels and some time to dig her back up again. Yeah. Okay, so she's waiting the nine... Oh, no, she has to wait longer than nine days because there's still resurrection. Yeah, you don't know what she's doing, whether she's actually thought it out that long that hard, or merely there's a conspiracy of assassins, let's not, you know, uh, provide their leader back again to them in a simple and easy fashion. Yeah, okay. So the likelihood is, is that she's not going to do anything with the body. Well, um, I don't think... It, it, if we leave it with her, there's a chance that she can. There is but a if, we're, yeah. if we're not going to bring her back now, then I don't think we should bring her back. Because the world's going to have moved on. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily something that she'd want. That can, that was what I was going to ask her, is, is it something that Cressidia would want? Well, she gave us the impression with the reading that she didn't want it, but she needed to do what the city needed. What Desna said was she'd do her duty. Mm. That doesn't mean she mm. wants to come back. Mm. I think that I mentioned to try again. That means if she came back, she would do what she felt she had to for the city. Which yeah. is called Leosa. Yeah. Which she would try again. So, I figured if we were going to bring her back, we could talk her out of it, hide her with Neolandis. Some 
But I don't think I'm not interested in. I'm interested in you being safe, but I'm not at all interested in what Iliosa wants. Iliosa formed the Grey Guard. She's not my queen. She's not any of our queen. She's a monster. That's not her fault. And maybe we can get this thing out of her head. But it's not a good argument that we should do what Iliosa wants, because Iliosa will destroy the city if we leave her to it. To be honest, I think Iliosa was talked into it. Um, because Tanith had mentioned to me, uh, was it a year ago? That that conversation in Tanith's garden, uh, the the, the conversation with um, Mordell and and Tanith in the garden. About I don't know. This is when we first met Tanith. So that would be at the start of the campaign. What's the point that you're reaching towards? Was it two years ago or one year ago? Well, I'm not sure about the time. Why does it? I'm trying to reference that moment Mm. when I when um what moment? He he told me that he had a plan, and that Octavia wouldn't like it. That could be any one of his plans. Okay, but we've just witnessed a plan. We've witnessed a plan. Yeah, it might not be the the plan he was talking about. I'm sure this was part, I'm sure he had a say in it, I'm sure this came from him in some way, it doesn't mean it was entirely him, mm. it's not, it seems like the, it seems like the, what's his name, what's the dragon's name? Um, Cas. It seems like Casavon's plan all along, all mm. this stuff, the quarantine we worked out then that she wouldn't have done that left her own devices. Mm. This is like more of the same. She wouldn't have done it when she did it and as Angrelia she did it if it wasn't for Carsophon. I imagine the forming of the Grey Guard was similar. She yeah, felt. but she didn't necessarily come up with the original idea of making her own guard. Look, um, we, at this point, we can safely assume that Iliosa is not Iliosa anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it doesn't matter. If it could have been Tanith, it could have been the dragon. It doesn't matter. We know that it's not Iliosa. Mm. I want to help her, but we can't trust her anymore. She's... Yeah. Mm. She will oh. kill any of us, all of us. We do. Making that... Mm. Giving her more of a reason isn't a good enough. Doesn't really make much sense. We can get somebody else to cast the spell if you don't want to do it. Mm. Archbanker Tuttle won't want to risk his neck. Neither will Octavia. <laughs> Definitely not Octavia. Neither. Yeah, right. There isn't anybody else. It, it's me or no one. And I don't think Presidia would want anyone, especially not anyone here to risk their life for her. She knew what she was doing. And to be honest, she wasn't wrong either. No, that's why I want to help her. She knew the consequences. I don't I don't actually see her liking to come back and, and not do anything. She, if she does come back, she'll want to do something again. And that's why yeah. I think if we bring her back, we have to bring yeah. her back when necessary, when she's needed, when we're going to strike against Carzavon. If we bring her back sooner, I can't regenerate her eye now. She'll be a target. 
she'll be found. You can't disguise her. I Not well see, enough. I don't see why you can't disguise her. For disguise near Landis. Yeah, but no one's looking for Neil Landis. And he not, he's not missing an eye. And not also, the same way Neil Landis happy not doing anything, but I don't think... She wouldn't be. She wouldn't be happy like that. She wouldn't hide. Neil Landis isn't doing nothing. Neil Landis is gathering information. If I could have Cressidia back now with no consequences, I would. But there are consequences. And I think she would be happier knowing that if we wanted to do that, our plan was to bring her back when we knew she was needed, not just because we wanted her back. So, um... Yes. Question. Yes. In terms of leaving her dead... Yes. The thing with Rasmin making the decision to move her on... Yeah. Is that, like... Do we have any idea how that works? Does the chance increase the longer she's dead that not, that will happen? Not at all. Right. Um, either it is her time or, or it, it is isn't. not. Yeah. Um, as a meta construct, it's largely a plot reason for why every important dead NPC is intermediately resurrected. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty much the hand wave of Phorasma says no, so therefore you can't bring them back under any circumstances. So... Look at it in context for someone like Eardred. The whole campaign would fall apart in about six minutes if he died and then people resurrected him ten minutes later. Um, so, out of out of story, yeah. it's a game mechanic. Yeah. Stop um, putting NBCs just being auto-racing. Yeah, it's... In game, you in story, it's... Yeah, you're, we you're we understand it's, it's fate. Yeah, Phrasma's yeah. judgement is kind of beyond you, but... You, you don't understand why any given person is judged early or not. But it happens on her time schedule, which happens in the Boneyard, which is a timeless plane of reality. Yeah. Um, so adding more, do, doing it ten minutes after Grisidia is dead versus ten years after she's dead makes absolutely no difference to whether Phrasma is judged herself or not. Mm. Does that answer your question? So what day are we on? We're day one at the moment, aren't we? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she's, she's been dead four hours tops at yeah. this point. Okay, so we're on day one. We still have eight days that before... That not casting dead on her. We're not Assuming that nothing dead. changes between now and then. Nothing will. So the question is whether we get her body at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's the question. Is it fair to her to visit? If we're not going to bring her back now, is it fair to her to bring her back in six months or a year? I don't think it is. I don't either. Like we said, the world would have moved on. Mm. Not everyone in the world would have moved on. The world would have moved on. Not everyone. The world would have moved on. I'm not talking about specific people here, Silver. Talking about the world in general. Alright, I'm going to make a suggestion. Let's talk about it as a party out of character. Yeah. So, even say we brought her back a couple years down the line, Susan, um, yeah, people would be glad to see her back and everything, but they still would have led their lives. Um, The city would have changed, maybe even countries could have changed in that time. I hate the idea of not bringing her back, 
but I'm not... Um, <clears throat> it seems fairly immoral to bring her back after a while, from my perspective. Also, just to bring her back for one thing and then just, you know, say, oh, yep, you've done your job, okay, get back on your life, we're going to get on with ours, feels kind of mean. Which is why I want to bring her back right away, so that she can hide out and we can, um, and, um, we can figure out what, she can be a part of what's going on, because I still want her back and this is, that's what I want to do. Right. I mean, if we do bring her back, I mean, what else does she have besides, um, her duty? Yeah. I mean, she doesn't have the, um, city guard anymore, that's gone. Yeah, it's, um, I I want to bring her back so that, in some future scenario, we can have Neolandis as the Seneschal and Prisidia as the, um, uh... Guard Captain again? Guard Captain again. And and mostly because all the storylines involving her come to such a horrible, depressing dead end. And it feels like a really crappy ending to her story. It does. Uh, That's that's my primary motivation, is that it's just such a depressing, dispiriting sort of blank, null conclusion. It's just something that's broken that will never, ever be fixed. She was that kind of person, though. She she broke that up on herself. That's the ending that she chose for herself. May I put my word here? Yep. Is your general takeaway that I'm the sort of GM where stories just blank and end, Mel? No. <laughs> That's, That's why I think we can yeah, I get think her there back, might be more and to... she can. She was a fantastic fighter. When we when we're coming up to that point, and we're going, who do we know that would be on our side and would help us? You know who else might want closure with Cressidia? Sabrina. Sabrina. Mm. But she, I can't talk about that with Sabrina right now. She, she, she needs, needs some time. To and that's the thing is, as much as I want to bring her back now as a player, I know to do that is character suicide. Yeah, I think it's just so the wrong I time. I can't. So my alternative is to suggest that we bring her back. We we set up a plan to when we need her. And what I want you to understand is that violently as you are opposed to bringing her back now, I feel that way about bringing her back later. So suggesting that that's the only possible alternative and there is no other plan doesn't fly for me because I'm just as invested in my plan as you are in yours. I don't know how we resolve this, but it's certainly not there is only one possible alternative that we can consider and all other alternatives are sang or sang. To clarify one of these four broad points, uh, Chrysidia can't be brought back if she's been judged. Uh, she can't be brought back if she chooses not to. No yeah. force on Earth will return her. Uh, she is also aware of the circumstances of her resurrection, so she gets, right, it is Flora trying to do it, and it's eight months after you died kind of thing, Yeah. versus it's the evil, psychotic, dribbling... Um, madman. <laughs> madman who ripped your head off. Yeah. You know, and it's Tuesday. Alright, so let's propose this. And I think this is where someone was going earlier, possibly Adam, but um so the on if we don't rescue her, then we close off all possible alternatives present and future if someone destroys her body. Yeah. Hmm. So there is an argument for rescuing her in either plan. Yeah. Because if we bring her back sooner or later we still need her body. Yeah. If the, if the GM... Th- that was a b- very broad statement from the GM about general storylines. Yes. If the um, GM wants to offer, like, 
obviously you don't want to tell us what uh, to do, but if you want to offer us general it, guidance... It's also both predictable in and out of the character that you will gain more levels as the campaign goes on. Yeah. Aside from the obvious um, meta construct, it presumably as characters you're sitting around going, right, we're going to have to do something about this and adventure in the Sinterlands and defeat Carcival yeah. and do a whole bunch of stuff, by which point we will gain more levels. Yeah. Like, Flora's only actually, I think, three levels away from getting um, resurrection. Yeah. Can regenerate, at which point yeah. I can regenerate her eyes, so disguising her isn't that big a problem. And we, well, the thing is, we can, if we decide not to resurrect her now, yeah. we, if we decide not to raise dead her now, we can make the decision about whether to resurrect her or not yeah, we in can the decide future. to do that later. I'm happy um, to do that. That's but at the very least, if we get her body, like, we can at a minimum give her a decent burial as opposed that to her. That was the other thing. Yeah. I can, we can then make sure she actually yeah, gets it, a it, it bothers nice me because burial. of Carlo and um, Neil Landis, but I don't know that in character. Question. Because it's sort of... How, um, how major a piece of body would you need, like... Would hair for for resurrection? Yeah, uh, anything that is considered a small part of their body, so okay. it explicitly calls for their ashes or something like a finger. So could their hair do? Like a strand? No, but like, like a, a lock, lock of hair? Yes. How about an eyeball? Um, Why would you? Yes, easily. Were but, you to go and find her corpse and leave her an outlet? No, no, she's already lost an eyeball. What I'm suggesting... But that one was wrecked. It's, yeah. it's not recoverable. It's, it's Oh, you need a... Rec- yeah, in, yeah. The, in the same way that a couple of drops of her blood is not sufficiently a small portion of her body. Yeah, but if you cut her finger off, then isn't that the same as having an eyeball with a, a stab wound in it? No, because the finger is whole, where yeah. the eyeball would just be mush. Yeah, this is going yeah. to gross oh, yeah. completely. Th- this is what I'm suggesting, so yeah. dropping that... I- Dropping that, what I was suggesting was we get a lock of her hair, which wouldn't be missed by anybody. I mean, they're not going to patch it down. Just let me say the plan. We get a lock of her hair, which nobody is going to miss, because I don't think they're going to patch it down to that degree when they decide to get rid of her body. We make sure it stays in good condition. And then when we come to resurrect her, we just... We cast um, Speak With Dead first and ask if she wants to be resurrected. I think I need her skull for Speak With Dead. Yeah, yes, yeah, you, you need her, um, you need her yeah, the, the rest of the plan was perfectly valid. Just not uh, however, with. you can commune for that answer. If, but, if oh, what yeah. you're looking to ask her is do you want to come back, but you can I've, commune for... I've asked that. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've we can, okay, so we, grab, we get some of her hair. Which won't be missed, so they can still burn the body, and they won't know someone's yeah. taken a, some of their hair. Yeah. It's a clever plan, yeah. Yeah. and it's less gr- icky than some of the options. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like, I like. Yeah, the, also c- c- cutting off the pr- fingers. Presuming, yeah, yeah. presuming that people are looking um, to prevent this, cutting off a finger is reasonably obvious. Yeah. Whereas a snip of hair is not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How would okay. Chrissy wear her hair? She actually has a mini that. Um, yeah, well, yes. I, I let's look at the mini. It's, it's like I, I have the impression she has short hair. Yeah, it Yeah, as long as it's not a buzz cut. Because if it's a buzz cut, then that's pretty much impossible. This is a weird conversation, but I like it. From memory, I think she had a 
here. Yeah, even if it was just shoulder length. We're, we're all like just shoulder length. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, yeah. just shoulder length. <laughs> just to touch on Susan's point briefly, um, Iliosa basically took the bolt and went bang through here and out the back of her skull. Yeah. So that's how hard it went in and out. So it did actually mush the eye. It's oh, yes. gone entirely. Yeah. Okay. That's why I was like, can't disguise Well, I don't. I like I can't see a visual of what's going on. Yeah. So fair enough. But yeah, the eyes gone. Yeah. <laughs> we'll it, that's a clever plan too. But uh, <laughs> well, I thought, well, there yeah. might be a discarded eyeball somewhere. Yeah, yeah. In which case, why don't we use that? Because it's discarded. I thought that was where you were going. Yeah. yeah. At the very least, you must have a picture. I've seen. No, I've seen her many before. Yeah, I, I, I remember oh. seeing it. Yeah, Sabrina's the one that doesn't have a mini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so... Because Sabrina's so not important. Oh, and also, she must have a more prominent role in I campaigns can't. than she has as in campaigns where Lucy isn't sleeping with her. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought she would have a prominent role anyway, though. She's a yeah, yeah, I mean, queen. you could do more or less with her, but mm. she's always going to exist as mm. the Queen's body. Uh, there we go. Chrysidia Croft has shortcut short cut here. It's definitely not a buzz cut. It's... um. Yeah. If you trim several inches off Susan's, like down to about here. Okay, so we can take So she's down to like here. Okay. See, more like, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, it's uh, Fairly yeah. trivially possible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I did have a plan for where to bury her as well. Mm. I had thought that, that far ahead. Yeah, I think <laughs> the, um, <laughs> burying her is a nice idea, but it does necessitate a, um, you know, more more complicated. Okay, so to that has, that has to be the most obscure use of a miniature. I've ever seen. <laughs> what? Let, out let's look at her miniature to see how long her hair is to see if we can take a look of it. Sure, if your game has a proud tradition of overcomplicated magical solutions, to really see with Sabrina, problem. you'll never be able to do it because she doesn't have a mini. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so. Well, depending on the art of, online, she either has really super short hair or like the same length as that yeah. or longer. But, because like some pictures of Sabrina, she has really long hair. Yes, which yes. is slightly bizarre because that's not really something a master swordswoman would be huge on. Is super well, long hair. Long hair isn't a problem Man, on a is, swordswoman. You just tie it up. Yeah, as is, long as it's always, it's always ter- up. That's a terrifying thought that you can bring back a dragon from a scale. Yes. <laughs> no, you can't. No, you, it to be you need a small portion of their body. Oh, small. And yeah, I think there's things about what you can and can't. Yeah, but quite a quite a lot of things. I mean, at least not. Maybe dragons have like their own resurrect spells, but not not with the human resurrect spell. Well, they have their own lich. Yeah. You, ju- you just you just love the dragon yep. lich and wanted it to be in every conversation. Yes. Well, given that we're likely fighting one. <laughs> In all fairness, I don't think I, I think a dragon possessing a person is different from a skeletal dragon that flies around breathing. Oh, I, I'm sure its body's down underneath the castle somewhere. Sim- uh, simple precautions that Iliosa can take are either keep hide or burn the body. Yeah, yeah. burn um, is the simplest. Ridiculously hard solutions she can take are cast trap the soul on it, but. Um, she has the same problem you guys have with her resurrection. She needs a nice 17th level caster lying yeah, around yeah, somewhere yeah. who's prepared to do that sort of shit. Yeah. So, um, are we are we happy with that as a plan then? Take yeah. a lock of her hair, yeah. and then we'll do some kind of like among other things, casting the resurrect spell is a kind of divination in terms of whether she wants to come back. Yeah. yeah. Because if she doesn't, then yeah, she, she knows it's for. 
floral cup. Yes, yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you would be very wise to check for yes. check both willing and able first. Yes, yeah. but the thing is, that's only another community yes. spell, and at that and point, Flora can cast it on a daily basis. I, yeah. have, <coughs> I have also asked if she's might word the question slightly differently, given the ambiguous answer we got to that one. Like, let's see if we can get a more clear answer of given that we'd want to do another is she able check anyway but anyway that's a problem for later at that point so yeah what I was saying when Adam jumped in was that um, I I'm upset about it because of Vincarlo mm. because people will sort of move on and that kind of thing on the other hand Chrissy doesn't have a huge amount of nearest and dearest it's pretty much Vin- as far as we know it's pretty much Vincarlo and the Atlantis trust the GM yeah, okay that's trust nice okay that's a nice care guideline alright so let's go so let's go with plan steel lock of here because we're yeah. really weird <laughs> really weird you just I just want to tag it to bed and stroke it against my face at night that's weird <laughs> yeah no Flora will be taking that and yeah. putting yeah. it in a, a nice little if, if, it, if you want to leave it with someone the Atlantis would be a fine choice yeah. oh, no yeah. I she think you'd find that kind of disturbing that is disturbing he would he would take care of it it is disturbing and if he has found with it and it's found that it's her mm-hmm. here he would be done for the treason rather than you yeah. On the other hand, I defy them. I think it's I think it's much less like resurrecting her is a provable crime under this new regime. Stealing a lock of her hair would be much more difficult to legally prosecute us for. Especially and it's important after to remember that if you're looking, if it's going to be a witch trial, they can do that whether you did anything or not. Yeah. <laughs> and in all fairness. Um, there is probably a sufficiently obscure spell somewhere that could tell you this, but it's not like it's readily discernible that this lock of black hair is substantively different from any other anyone else's black hair. Yeah, yeah you need some quite specific spells. It's not like spells. Flora couldn't go, yeah, that belongs to my handsome long-haired boyfriend. Yeah, well, doesn't Flora have dark hair? Doesn't no, no, she has red hair, but yeah. Lucy has yeah. black hair, so yeah. it's not yeah. like she and nobody has Lucy. And nobody has any idea what Silver's real hair color is. Yeah, very true. true. It's, it's more dull here. <laughs> I just keep a lock of my hair in the drawer. Yeah. That, that so I would totally to, believe that. You keep one of Silver's 200 girlfriends or 300 boyfriends. Yeah, I don't, I'd imagine an ex-girlfriend. I could, no, no, I, I know what it is. Silver has it. So when he dates some, his next girlfriend slash boyfriend, he can give it as a gift in a locket. That's convoluted. See, I, I could seriously see Silver like as a rock star. You know, I'm, I've got various locks of my hair to give away to fans, and then I dye them rainbow colors so they yeah. stay in the, that color permanently without yeah. magic. Cover that. We could wow. dye it rainbow colors. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it doesn't disrupt the. Uh, the, spell. Only, the only thing is, is, if somebody does a communion spell and asks whether or not any of the pieces of the body have been removed from it. Yeah, but they then have to. Body. Yeah, but they then have to. They have to think of that, cast the commune spell, ask that question, and that won't tell them who has it. Yeah, yeah but they'll ask the next one after that. Yeah, but they wouldn't. Yeah, there's, 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 there's eighteen thousand people in the city. Yeah, but how many people have access to the people that would be able to get a hold of the corpse? Yeah, you'd 
Yeah, we'll just to, have to make sure that it doesn't. Happen. You'd have to have some reason to suspect that it that was actually yeah, that's, that's, in the that's first all, place. Yeah, like, that's, that's all commune on. is not so trivial that people can just throw it around willy nilly to decide what socks they're going to wear. And yeah. among other things, if an NPC does mount this convoluted plan to to take us down, that's probably part of the you know it's not <laughs> like what is, story. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's probably part of the story. I mean, you know, it's not yeah. like whatever well, we do here. Well, I hate to what, shock you, but in books four through six, there are still things that. Want to kill yeah, exactly. Like, I'm assuming one of them's Octavia. <laughs> quite prepared. I'm quite prepared to have some of, like, have a lock of her hair. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we'll be burnt. No, that. I don't. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's that's pretty. Compared yeah. to resurrect it, compared to raise dating her, having a lock of her hair is pretty minor. How much <laughs> do we need to have of a lock? Just a lock of hair. Like, are we talking about this much? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like enough, enough. Enough to you, call it a lock. Enough, enough. You know, sort of a finger length tied with a bow is yep. perfectly sufficient. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Subway is a Barrett can put make a nice little locket to put it in. Yep. All right. So we have a plan. <coughs> yeah. yeah. All right. We can return to talking in character now. Yeah. We're, we're, I mean, we're, if, we if spent some time discussing. We came up. We there was heated voices, but then we saw Flora's point that we were all if tired. They're sufficiently, and upset. If they're sufficiently mm. paranoid that um, they're measuring her hair to see if anyone cuts it or not, then she's probably in her own sealed demi plans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can't access anyway. So. Jack does yeah. indeed want to bring her back right away, but she's sold on the notion that this is the safer plan, which was less likely to get us all executed uh-huh. because she is really concerned about us all getting executed. So yeah. Yep, it all makes sense. Alright, so now you just need to talk Tanith into serialing a lot of Presidius here. I commend your argument and the excellent role for Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> That's the best floral role playing I've seen yet. Yeah. Well, it, she's part of Team Team Holy. We we have very strong views on how things are supposed to be done. It's like I don't care, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. I have very strong <laughs> views about that. <laughs> well, in all fairness, she was also very emphatic about people making fake a, a cures and peddling them to the common man. Yes, that's oh, what I'm saying. It's like I have the yes, case and I need to break a skull. It's like <laughs> Look, that's that's fine, that's fine, that's Look. fine, that's super not fine, and it offends my goddess. Yeah, the, the thing you need to know about Team Holy is we have a line. You do not cross that line. Yeah, the moment you cross the line, slam. <laughs> have a time. Yeah, smite evil. <laughs> oh, damn, shall we, we do sure. both have habits so, 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 Tanith had requested to meet Silver at sundown oh, yes. in um, Gadron Lamb's old shutter lab. Yeah. Which is reasonably obviously like a location that the both of you know that has no connection to either of you. Yeah. Um, it's a secret meeting point fundamentally mm-hmm. um, he asked you to meet him there alone but it, it, there's no reason you have to actually do that I will offer to be skulking several blocks away well out of earshot but I'll be able to establish that you actually make it back out of there alive well, I'm pretty sure I'll make it out alive <laughs> I'm pretty confident you will too but it provides you with a little bit of security without screwing up your secret meeting uh, yeah. before he goes to the secret meeting is this something we want to uh, key Neilanders on um, not the secret meeting but what our plan with Chrysidia I was planning on meeting him after the secret meeting because if you if you're going to if we're going to include him I thought I could Garen could go and tell him while you're doing the secret meeting thing. Well, why don't we go with it? Um, Jack will suggest that um, we do it as a group, and that um, we cast a um, and that we cast a spell to hide us hide us from being scried on while we do it. 
Yeah, Neil Landis is doubtlessly aware by this stage that there's been an assassination and the Crusader is dead because it's, it's in yeah. the papers and splashed across I was going to talk to him before it, but I don't think I'll have time before seeing Tanner. Yeah, I do. Uh, and also, I don't want to rush talking to him as well because if, if I'm going to be going to see Tanner in like an hour, I don't want to be sitting there going, well, I can only spend an hour with you because that's a bit rough. <laughs> it's just that if Garam went alone, it looks a little less... Um, Actually, no. Nobody actually knows or cares who this particular person no. is. No. Just having five dark people appear at his doorstep won't cause any commotion. Yeah. No. Cool. Okay, so I'll... I'll it doesn't have to be in, in character, I say it, but um, I'll tell you guys I'm going to be going and seeing Tanner. Um, he asked... He, he told me I was going to see him at sundown at Gandron's P-Lab. <laughs> yeah. You might want to take someone with you. There are assassins about. Yeah. There are, yeah. Um, Jack, do you want to keep an eye out for assassins? Yeah, I that can sounds, do that. That sounds like something that's legitimately something I should worry about. Yeah, I'll um, I won't um, I won't eavesdrop. I'll be far enough back that Tanith doesn't worry about me. But I'll keep an eye out to make certain that you don't get assassinated on the way there or back. And that nobody tries to assassinate Kenneth while you're there as well, because, you know, <laughs> that he's got enemies too. <laughs> he does. He probably has more than us still. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. We'll see how long that stays. Um, I might disguise myself. Um, like, the no- like not yep. just the normal disguise, yeah, but as, the... As random Joe Bob. Yeah, so that I'm not a target for an assassin. Sure. Um, so I don't know what that looks like, whether that's a cloak or whatever... I mean, I'll I'll have my model, uh, my silver rose yeah. heightened. Yeah, I imagine it is it is pretty trivial for you to, you know, change your change your hair color, pin your ears down to human size, <laughs> put on some scuffy clothes. Yeah, but I'll I'll, I'll have my ma- like when I go in, I'll have my magical I am silver yeah. disguise. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll be wearing the general, the genre savvy trench coat of. I'm not this person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you would not be Could the only person. You would not be the only person in Corvosa with a cloak and a hood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one can see me, especially down in this, you know, slightly seedy, in this kind of seedy doc district. Yeah. I'm not selling drugs, honest. I'm sure there's at least one shop whose whole business is just based around that, eh? Yeah. Wow. We sell trench coats, we sell fedoras, and we don't ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So you head to down with Jack to that shuttle lab, uh, and can the two of you give me a perception check? Oh God, watch me fail. Well, I think. Oh, I got a I think you've got the group's best perceiver with you, with Jack. Yeah. I got twenty. Yeah, but I didn't roll very well. Silver. It's all on silver. 40. Really? Yeah. I rolled five. These things happen. It's not one of my best skills. I put all my points in stealth. <laughs> Sweat drops. <laughs> I rolled a 19, I still only got 20 with it, because at least I've got a positive perception <laughs> yeah. now. So, no one sees anything amiss here. Oh, um, awesome. Excellent. The, the old shuttle... But I guess everything's fine. The, the, the old shuttle lab is essentially, is essentially a disused warehouse. Um, when you approach it, it still looks pretty disused. The door is hanging very slightly ajar. Yeah. Um, nobody appears to have touched it or taken it over, but on the other hand, 
it was fairly extensively raided by the by the city's various forces to yeah. destroy the shuttle lab that was here. So, given it's a known criminal spot, most criminals will be going elsewhere to find yeah. the trade as opposed to coming back here. Yeah. So it it looks pretty quiet and undisturbed. We're not criminals. And mm-hmm. Jack, I imagine at this point, is falling back. Yeah, I, I, I'm basically heading up to a nearby rooftop. Yep. I'm deliberately aiming for, I can see Silver and Tanith, yep. Yep. but I can't hear what Silver and yep, Tanith are talking e- about. Easily attainable. Because I'm figuring that Tanith's probably got some kind of anti-eavesdropping precautions, and I'm trying not to trip them. Uh, he has a move with counter-doom capabilities. Mm-hmm. How are you planning on seeing them when they're inside a building? That's a good point. Alright, I am watching, I am therefore watching the door, but not them. Yeah. So um, I won't be able to see if assassins come out from inside the building. Yeah. At that point, I'm relying Silver running out of the building, yelling, yeah, prob- help assassins. And, and probably, you know, close enough to not hear a conversation, but close enough to hear, smash, smash, yeah, smash, yeah. It, oh it's god, a- my precious yeah. plane. If yeah. Silver starts screaming really loudly, I'm within earshot of that. Yeah. And Silver can scream really loudly. No, oh, how do you know? He's a You guys now live with me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, also, you know, as, as Garen said, you can, if you if you get in trouble, start thundercalling. You can hear that. Yeah. I love that Silver is never weaponless. Yeah. Yeah, that's the neat thing about spontaneous casters. Well, it's not just that. Even if I lose all my charisma and my... Um, and my weapon, I can still thundercall. Which has happened before. Yeah, it has happened before, and that was that made me still a lethal person. Just checking this one. So, you, Silver, you sort of roll up, and um, I presume you're walking it more or less openly, as opposed to relying on your awesome stealth skill. Oh yeah, because yep. my stealth. Yeah. <laughs> my stealth of one. <laughs> yeah, so you sort of you sort of move up push the door open. Um, there is enough ambient light coming in. This room's slightly shadowed, but reasonably illuminated. Mm-hmm. And you can see pretty easily that sitting about in the midway point of the warehouse, um, Tanith is sitting there. He's got a nice silken sheet that he's laid out across sort of the dusty, random stonework that's there to oh sit down gosh. on. Um, <laughs> and he is sitting there and Again, his hair has still not yet been combed. Mm. This this forelock is sticking out very slightly. His mm. robes are slightly disheveled, have bits of dust on them. There's a small splatter of blood just here on the shoulder, you know, yeah. maybe the size of a mm. fingerprint. Mm. This is shocking. <laughs> you've you've never seen him in this condition in your yeah. life. This is this is the equivalent of finding him with a giant six foot long beard. Yeah, the nails that are curling Howard Hughes style up on themselves. Yeah. The tissue oh boxes God. for shoes. And he is obviously waiting for you because he's more or less staring directly at the door as you come in. Yeah. Um and you, uh, you actually are hooded and cloaked in that vampire suit. Yeah, I am hooded and cloaked, but I also have my disguise underneath. And I'm yep. sure you guys have uh, set about some sort of way to recognise each other. 
Yeah. So, in fact, what there is sitting there is also a hooded and Because he doesn't want any other person coming in. And as you come in, I assume you're sort of pulling your cloak back to show that you're yeah. silver. And he does the same. And then you see, oh my god, what happened? <laughs> your hair hasn't been combed and gelled. Wow. <laughs> he moves up to you, looks looks to the door um, raises a hand slightly and just flicks his fingers and the door goes open close yes actually (laughs) open close yes (laughs) such a great I think I I think I can have that so good you weren't followed hopefully not (laughs) what happened today I can talk about it. Do you want to move over to... I, I motion to the, the blanket. Yeah. Yeah. He sort of makes a vague wave to it and moves back over towards it. So, for a while now, we've known that the Queen has had a second entity inside of her. And we've been doing some communes and we've found out what that entity is. And I feel like you should know. Yep. Yes. He needs to know. He needs to know. The second entity? Yes. This will probably be very important for you to know, considering your history. Yes. What's the price on it? No price. We'll probably need some help with this, though. The second entity is Casavon. He blinks a couple of times. What? Casavon, the dragon. The, the ancient dragon. Yes. You mean the same warlord that Mandravius, the hero, defeated? The same one. Are you certain of this? Yes. Uh, how did this... How did... Casavon is dead. Slay him. Slay him by the great Mandravius the Hero. I can't answer that. Not fully. I don't know the terms of it, but at some point in the history, Cassavon made a deal. A deal with my Asmodeus. I'm familiar with it. I don't know what that deal was. He was supposed to have sold his soul for power. Yeah, but... I believe he claimed that Asmodeus would never be able to collect on his debt. Foolish. But perhaps not impossible if what you say is true. How do you know this? We've done some communes, and I've done a lot of research. Ah, you pet cleric. Very useful to have a girl like that around. Sorry, Florida. <laughs> Wait till we find out who did the research. <laughs> you 
you got me interested with all this Mandrovia stuff, and I did some research. I found out quite a bit about the Mandrovia's family. I'm sure. It must have been of great interest to you. Yeah, the fact that the Mandrovius was an elf. And that he had a... Was she a girlfriend or a wife? Sarenthal. His wife, of course. No more games, Mordell. (laughs) (laughs) How do we stop her? Him. Whatever it is. Whatever shadow or remnant of Casavon has managed to survive Mandravius's purge. I was hoping you'd be able to tell me something. One moment to pause for a moment. Yeah, his day just keeps getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Yep, the games have the games have stopped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just he, not he's tired no of more it. games. <laughs> yeah, no, no more games. He's tired of the games. It got yeah. too real. <laughs> no, I think specifically it, he had plenty of time and space. while his <coughs> personal life wasn't on the line. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. he's in there with that throne room with her every uh-huh. day, and she can dispel she can dispel disavow people really easily. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and wizards don't have that many hit points to begin with. Yeah, no. and also he is also a bloodline of, well, potentially the bloodline of a Mandravius. I'm pretty sure he is, yeah. Yeah. We should do more, we should go do some research. Yeah. Did they tell you anything back in the village? Sorry, what are you referring to? Um, to, <coughs> to the village, the elven village. Oh, he where, used to he, where he's come from. Yeah. yeah. Did they tell you anything in the elven village about any of it? How much do you know about your mother? <laughs> I know quite Dear a bit. Octavia. I know that she's not a Mandravius. Ah. Good, you are learning that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was worth allowing you this little few decades of diversion you have here. Few decades of diversion. Like he, I think he told you at some point in his past, like he went through the, his Shalin phase, yeah. of, you know, like thirty years or so. Yeah. And, you know, now he's grown up. Yeah. yeah. So he thinks I'm going to become a proper Asmodian. Okay. Uh, a he, proper he, he elf. Did, he yeah. doesn't think he knows. It may not be true, but he's not. He's not. He, 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 he's not just a little bit convinced of that. Uh-huh. Her bloodline is strong enough. The <coughs> magical elements were enough in it to produce you. Okay. But her name is a complete and utter lie. It belongs to you, and it belongs to me, and it belongs to Mandravius the hero. And your mother, well, or rather, her grandparents stole it. Yeah, I read. They were pirates brought a great fortune from wherever they were from and landed in Corvosa and staked their claim in their name. Reading as well. You have come from. <laughs> 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 I'm so proud right now. 
I have a research war. Hey, you'd be proud of that too. Yeah, no, that's not true. Actually, you know, you know, somebody else all in favour of manipulating other people. Yeah, you get the you get the credit and the rewards. That's just good delegated skills. Yes. I was doing some of that research too. I was giving her a little bit of a bonus. Yes, you gave me a lot of help. <laughs> I gave her a plus two. Yes, you brought out the other twenty. The other thirty. It's twenty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very well then. Information for information. <coughs> below the pal- below the pelt. Sorry, below Castle Corvosa, you have seen the Great Stairs. Yeah. And they go deep within, possibly even below the Earth itself. There are miles of endless passages. Many of them watered, trapped, and otherwise unobtainable. Underneath the castle proper, there are chambers where old artifacts and items have been kept from Corvosa's founding and beyond, accessible only to the royalty and to the seneschal. Iliosa had access to them. Among other things, the crown, the, great, the piece that she wears with the ruby in it, it's supposed to have descended from the days of the old days of Mandravius the hero, the crown of fangs. Oh. However, there are scattered references at best down there is more a museum than a library unfortunately they are artifacts taken and seized from the Shawante when the when the Chalaxian Empire civilized this region thank you yeah he has his own opinions yep I have a feeling there's something I'm supposed to be reading between the lines, something that isn't written down, something passed from Seneschal to Seneschal. But with the Atlantis' death, the information in the lines stops. An imperfect and foolish system, given how rapidly humans die. Where is the blanks? I have no idea what a great deal of those items are, what they're for, what, if anything, they're for, if they're merely trophies if they contain innate magic, if they contain a part of Casabon's spirit or soul, possibly. It was supposed to have passed to Asmodeus upon his death, but if you say he is residing within the Queen, then clearly it did not. No. All I can tell you is that the the crown and several other items down there were seized from were seized from the Shawante. Their own history is probably well lost as savages with any oral histories and nothing written down properly. No, no. The, the Shanto they have they have methods of taking history. They just their methods aren't the same as ours. Yeah, you're you're aware. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll you you understand as a player what an oral history is? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll mention it. I, I'll say that it's in the songs yep. and that it's in the stories yep. and it's in... Uh-huh. That's what we need to go to the yeah. 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 He, he nods sort of somewhat dismissively at this. As I say, not properly recorded. Bloody academics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we went to the Cinderlands and talked to the Shante, they could possibly fill in the gaps a bit more. 
it has barely been a couple of, it has barely been a couple of generations that should even even they should still possess some part of the information if there was anything that was passed down from my great grandfather the original descendant of Mandravius but he was only a, he was only a babe at the time Sorry, did you say he had something? No, no. He said if there was anything, and then sort of okay. trailed off. Because, um, so essentially what was... So there's him, his father, his grandfather, and his great-grandfather, given like four generations of elves at about 250 years yeah. or a pop kind of thing. Um, so Mandravius's child was an infant of, uh, you know, at best a couple of months old mm. when it was taken away from him. Yeah. And that was Tanis' great grandfather. Yeah. grandfather, my Tanis, great grandfather. Tanis' grandfather, yeah, your great grandfather, and thus, you know, of course, the baby knew nothing. Yeah. And Tanis is uh, nothing came with nothing came with him. No notes, no documentation, no blankets. Uh, as far as I was aware, Mandravius had succeeded in the job. It's the very foundation that our family is built upon. The hero that defeated Casavon. Or maybe delayed. Or changed. Mighty Serenthal at his side, his weapon to be used. Do you understand how histories can get twisted by how rapidly humans lose information? You know then that Serenthal was not a sword, but a woman Mandravius had tamed to his side? Tamed? He used she was she was supposed to be a great general. He used her to help defeat Casavon. Yeah, but you have read like dry histories kind of suggest they were in love and had a child. Yeah. How much you you yeah, have looked through history books enough I, to know I don't think I was aware whether or not she was just in love or whether or not she was a wife. Yeah. But Tenneth was saying yeah. that she was uh, a wife. Yeah, he, he said that. He clearly has pretty firm opinions about yeah. what he thinks about all this yeah. history. Yeah. The, the, the records that you have found suggest Serenthal and Mandravius fell in love. Um, yeah. You do not have that they were married. He says they were. Yeah. That may or may not be true. It's certainly yeah. what he believes. He and it, it probably doesn't matter as well. But I mean... You know, the details are so lost to history that they could well have been in love, and they could well have been married, it could well have been that, um, as Tanith says, Mandravius was just kind of cynically manipulating her to get her generalship skills. Oh my gosh. It, it depends. That's what Tanith would have done. <laughs> Mandravius the hero has become a legend over a thousand years. How much of that connects to what, who the actual man was and what he was yeah. doing is very much up for debate. And Tanith, of course, just colours this entirely with his own opinion. Yeah. Of course Mandravius tamed the woman to his side and used yeah. her skills, that's, that's because that's her, what you do. That's why I introduced her as girlfriend or wife, because yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if she was yeah. one or the other. You know. He says wife, because then he's not a bastard. Or <laughs> 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 well, he wouldn't be a bastard. bastard. No, no, bastard, yeah. it. Yeah. No, the other no. version. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, she's right. No, he okay. wouldn't be a bastard, yeah. assuming that his father... His, his grandfather would have been a bastard yeah. if that was the case. Yeah. But it's Sully's, you know, the, the bloodline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you care that deeply about who your great-grandfather was, you care about all that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> so they don't have any songs about the Mandragias? My understanding is that my grandfather was passed down... Uh, uh, sorry, I'm unpack what I'm saying here. My understanding is that my grandfather was passed was passed to, back to Kiernan with very little ceremony, his identity largely concealed. The elves took little from Casavon's victory. It was a matter far, far away from them. And he will sort of talk a bit, and basically you've got like um, where Casavon was was in the area of Corvosa, so it's sort of here. <coughs> Kionin is way the fuck over there. Yeah. It's it's a very isolated elven homeland that is yeah. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles away. Um, so no, they they have songs and histories, but no more than what you've got, basically. Okay. So there's none specifically telling him any information. Yeah. So what brought you here to, to, to Corvosa? It's something that's been plaguing my mind for a while. Isn't it obvious? What drives one to do anything? A woman. Dearest Octavia. Did you meet her in, in your village? <laughs> I cannot imagine Octavia bestirring herself far enough to travel <laughs> to anywhere full of elves. No, I became aware of passing travellers of the famous Mandravius line and its its part in Corvosan history how the noble lineage had returned here so you decided to reclaim the name I set out to see what it, what, what the story was such as it were mm. came here to find that Octavia was the last and current standing of the <coughs> A long and proud line of Mandraviuses of Corvosa. Naturally, I was intrigued by her. Naturally, she could not keep her hands off me. <laughs> uh, and you can give me a sense motive check. Oh no! <laughs> I see through you, nice. Tanner. I see you through you with a thirty. Okay. Can so I see through him, or is that just a good roll? No, no, you you can take see through. Oh, thank goodness. Um, so, um, what what he says is um, a- absolutely true in the sense that um, you know he heard about this from far away, mm-hmm. came to investigate because he was interested fundamentally. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously she couldn't keep her hands off him. He takes that as both an absolute truth and a given. Okay. Like it was a foregone conclusion that she would fall yeah. for him before he even started doing anything because you know, <laughs> look at him and, and yeah, all this and you know, her womanly hormones yeah. would get the better of her and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, he arrived at court in un- Unlike Glorio, like Glorio thinks women can't do things. He's misogynistic mm-hmm. in that way. Tanith is, um, thinks the world of women. He thinks they're very capable and all this sort of mm-hmm. thing. But he's definitely of the opinion that they're sort of driven by their hormones and quite manipulable by, you know, sufficiently yeah. sexy man kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, they're quite capable so and they're quite are, capable of doing some stuff for me. Yeah. So it's fairness, misogyny, yeah, but yeah, in yeah, a different... So. It's misogyny as well, but in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and in all fairness, apparently a lot of women haven't dissuaded Tanith from that exactly. yeah. 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 I don't know that you could call that less misogynist or more misogynist. <laughs> it's just a different flavor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's less misogynist than Gloria O'Connor, but that 
that's a hot. That's not a very high bar. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At least he sees women as actual people. But yeah. That's yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. sees yeah. women as Yeah. 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 It, it, it's better. It's not good. No, no. But it's queen. better. You want as many queens on the board as possible. Mm. You turn your pawns into queens. Mm. Um, but the king oh, is still the most important piece. Yes, mm. yes. Yeah. Without the king, the entire game falls apart. Which I think but, is it, now he's seeing him. Now he's in, the difference. Now is that now he's in check. Uh, but he's not. He, a, he wasn't in check before. He's not, in fact, the chess master. He's the gardener. Ah, yes. So, so it's you know, it's the the solid <coughs> earth is central to all the flowers that rise up from. <laughs> Oh, so he's saying he's um, just dirt. So yeah, he, he, he's, he's taking that. Um, he has been very deliberately ambiguous about how he um, feels about Octavia. He has neither expressed that he is madly in love with her or that he hates her breathing guts or anything in between. Um, he's watching for your reaction and letting that guide the conversation. So yeah. basically, he doesn't want to come out and say to Mordell, I'm madly in love with Octavia, in case Mordell turns around and says, well, I hate that bitch. Yeah. And he doesn't want to say, you know, ah, your mother is such a horrible bitch, and you go, hey, that's my darling, dearest mother, whom <laughs> I adore. Yeah. So he's he's waiting for your reaction to fuel whatever he tells you, right. which may or may not be lies then. Yeah, but he's yeah. essentially going to tell you what he thinks you want to hear yeah. with regards um, to him and Octavia. So you'll, you'll then get to assess whether that's true or yeah. not. I'll, yeah. I'll go with the truth. Just he's trying to find but, out. But at the thing. moment, he's deliberately not expressing one opinion or the other. Does that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. follow that? Yeah. yeah. Um. So you're trying to say that you do or you don't love her. You're young, games. you're young yet, Mordell. You must understand that marriage is a very complex thing. Even a human marriage. Still, she's a she's an incredible woman. She certainly is. Our relationship has a great many dynamics. <laughs> you may not be going to win game. this one. <laughs> I should have seen her in the fight with um with Gloria. Sorry, my brain had a fart and I forgot his name yes. for a moment. <laughs> that I can't remember. He wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> that, did, that did tie you. Yeah. yeah. She was on fire. I, I have seen Octavia at work before. It's impressive. Impressive is a big word for her. I, as I was growing up, I really admired that about her. She had ferocity. A command, a presence. I think that's it's part of what shaped me as a as who I am now. I've steered down many many foe in the last few years. It's all because of her courage. I was right to think that she would provide useful skills to my ear. I'm sorry. Well, you're you're his ear. You're his yeah. son. Um, oh, that, what, that she would provide useful Yes, what he's skills. saying is, you know, he's not saying she was a good mother, per <laughs> yeah. se. He's saying that, you know, he was right to pick her because she made a good mother from the perspective that, you know... She provided valuable genetic material. Pretty much. <laughs> and, 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 yes, he, he's not going to use that phrase because he doesn't understand what valuable genetic material is, but the concept of, you know, being bred from good stock is one that clearly exists. Yeah. yeah. 
And once again, he leaves. would be the gardening metaphor here. (laughs) Once again, he leaves completely ambiguous with a run. Because I'm not being direct enough about my feelings. Pretty Uh, much. Yeah, because he, yeah, because he's not going to jump one way or the other until he can work out which way, which way you want to be pushed in. Oh, okay. I think, um, what Susan was going for was Mordell's expressing appreciation for Octavia. Yep. To yeah. try and encourage Tennant yes. down the direction of responding. Yes, yes, and he is doing so in sort of a vague, yes, you know, I yeah, do appreciate it's not, it's elements. It's not strong enough of a, of a direction. Yeah. yeah. Basically, he's he's back in game playing mode, so he's going to... If you, you asked him a fairly direct question, and, you know, did you love her? And he went, yeah, a relationship has many interesting dynamics, <laughs> which could be yes, no, or anywhere in between. He could call him up on it, yeah. saying, I thought you said you were going to... Playing games. <laughs> oh, what was it I was going to say? Does she miss me? What <laughs> <laughs> <Long> question? <laughs> the GM will just ponder that. <laughs> Every day she is aware of your loss. But does she grieve it? Your mother is not a woman accustomed to losing anything. Because I didn't walk out on her in a, a fashion that I wish I didn't need to do. Yes. I haven't seen her quite so angry since. Until recently. <laughs> <laughs> And again, there's that sort of faint wisp of a smirk that he tries to hide, that he was trying to hide before. Yeah. You replaced me reasonably quickly. Graforial. <laughs> a distant relative. The bloodline is thinner in him, but he is still a Mandravius. <laughs> the bloodline is thinner in him. <laughs> he has quite legitimately... My second cousin twice removed. Yeah. And, and he starts spiraling off about <coughs> what the family connection is, and it's it's very elvish. Yeah. There there is definitely a blood relation between you, Tanith, and Griff, but it's fairly far apart. Yeah. <laughs> but you're still related to old Griff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sam. Well no, old Griff? Yeah, you're a yeah. No, he's the new old Griff. Yeah, yeah. the new old. It's so confusing. Oh no, I am so confused. Which Griff am I? Anyway, moving along. <laughs> yes. Someone must continue the line. And what what you get here is Tanith seems a lot a lot more comfortable now. He was definitely out of his depth when this started. With like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, to well, the he queen? knows exactly what's going yeah, on now. Yeah. And now, now he's back into his more comfortable, you know, repartee. It's game playing mode. Yeah. We're just kind of talking at each other, and nothing is happening. Yeah, but that's where he's most comfortable. Yes, yes, exactly. That was actually intentional on my behalf. Yes. Now hit him with something hard. <laughs> like an earthquake. Yes. Um, I was just about to, and then it just flew out of my head. Um, yes. Um, on a more serious note, mm-hmm. Presidia Croft. Yes. Is her body still around? He looks at you for a long moment there. It's been secured in the castle dungeons. 
Queen Iliosa has the idea that Croft may be the forerunner, the leader of a group dedicated to overthrowing her. Unsurprisingly, she doesn't want the field marshal resurrected, and she is holding her body indefinitely, I suspect. But she's not going to do anything with her. She's not going to bury her. And allow her enemies the opportunity to uh, dig Croft up and resurrect her. If I read Cressidia correctly, I would say that this is a conspiracy of one. She has no friends, no allies, no lovers. Far too simple a woman for that. Very hidebound, very stubborn, very hard to suborn away from duty, he says with the the faint air of somebody who might have gone down that road at some point. And being shot down like a plane out of the sky. It's not even the getting shot down, it's the like subtle flirting and just watching it go over Cressidia's head entirely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She yeah. could not be swayed by like, Tanith. Tanith is definitely not his blatant enough. His seduction of woman is he lies back and waits for them to come to him. Yeah, yeah. He's coy. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to blatant. He feels that he doesn't need to make any efforts because his of course, was enough. Yeah. Um, no, no, he, make, he makes effort. He just plays the subtle game. And of course he knows that if Cressidia wasn't interested in him, then she's not interested in anyone, period. She must be gay. Or ice. She could be ice. Mm-hmm. But the point is, she can't be interested in men, or yes. she'd be interested yeah. in the finest specimen exactly. of yeah. There's no conception uh-huh. that somebody could be not interested in Oh my gosh, that's him. totally Wardell as well, though, yes. right? Yes, is exactly that um, yeah. people can be interested in you instead of him, mm-hmm. because you're a chip off the old block. Yeah. So, you know, a younger woman might be, find a Wardell more appealing than a Tanner. Um, no, 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 no. Even, even then... His pitch was, it would be better for you to seduce Iliosa than for me to, because you're more appropriate. And, like, obviously Iliosa would pick me over you, but we're not going to offer her that option. (laughs) (laughs) I know she would pick me. She'll take second best, because second best is still, you know, head and shoulders above everyone else. Oh my god, I'm second best, am I? Yeah. I want to increase my charisma higher than his. I don't care how long it lasts. I want to hide I, I I've just realised my father's in here somewhere. <laughs> 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 oh, I don't think my dad's in here. <laughs> oh, gosh. Sorry? I, I'm just entertained that that's the big takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> Not that he thinks the two of you are more attractive than more uh, all other people, but the, no, no, the, the important question is which one of you is more attractive <laughs> than the other one? Yeah, because, <laughs> of course, Mordell, th- Mordell thinks he's a better catch than Dad. <laughs> Oh, well, I like that. Yeah, thinks of, uh, oh, Tanner thinks of himself as uh, the creme de la creme, whereas Mordell sees himself as the new and improved model. I mean, your your yeah. parents have shaped the sort of person Mordell yeah. is, and uh, meta-wise, the, the way I roll by the two of them has been shaped by how I perceive <laughs> Mordell. <laughs> Excellent. You know, well. you know, really we really should get the cutter gift basket. Well, the, the clear setup is every Mandravius thinks they are the centre of the universe, which the entire world revolves around. Your mother open, has openly told you that. Yeah. Tanner clearly thinks it. Yeah. And Mordell operates in exactly that fashion. Yeah, exactly. And there's some of that he hasn't gone rid of yet, even yeah. though he's he's gone rid of a lot of the, the stuff to do with them. Yeah. A big gift basket. <laughs> So yes, the Queen intends to hold her body indefinitely at this time. 
Can I do a sense motive on him? Sure. Um, so this is like a sounding out sense motive, yeah. right? Yeah, like what he was doing on me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that wasn't as good. So that was a 34. Okay, so he can obviously the, the wheels are turning in his head he can obviously see you're building towards you You want her body you know for it. really the only purpose you've got it for is to resurrect it yeah um, the thing that is in his eyes there is not um, it's not anger or anything it's worry um, and it's worry for you, paternal worry. Mm. Um, oh, he's 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 concerned that you're building up to asking him to do something dangerous. Yeah. He's not actually necessarily opposed. He's not actually particularly opposed to this. He's just worried about yeah. you. Sweet, okay. there we are. That sounds like it. That's, that's you, you can lead it. You can lead it with the pitch. That could have been a lot worse. Okay. Um, I've been having a discussion with our group, and. There's a potential that once we've sorted sorted out what's going on with, well, with Casavon, that potentially we could bring her back. Obviously we wouldn't be bringing her back in front of the Queen, but bringing her back so that she could live her life at peace somewhere else. We feel that she deserves better than us. I see. You realise that Queen Eliosa, or whatever is inside her, and suddenly I'm wondering how much of each drives which decision, would oppose this most strongly. Yes. But for the spell that we're looking at doing, we only need a lock of hair. certain the Queen will become aware if she if Crocidia Croft is resurrected yes but we wouldn't be doing that immediately ah I see a long term plan to keep her as a piece in your back pocket logical and of course you think the Field Marshal will be more subordinable what she owes you something, yes. Getting value is a good start. <laughs> oh my gosh, Tennis is putting it all together uh, for himself. Again, I don't have to say uh, anything. Again, he's running on the theory that obviously you haven't seduced Presidia because he couldn't seduce Presidia, therefore you can't either. Yeah. <laughs> now, but obviously you are moving to a situation where you will bring her back, she will owe you, you'll manipulate yeah, this yeah. to... Not not actually a relationship with her necessarily, but keeping her on a string. Yeah. You know, and he he nods. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I can understand that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And he nods. Like, yeah, this is something I'd do. You know, I understand this. Oh my god. I might not necessarily do that specific plan, but I understand where you're coming from, yeah, where yeah. you're going with this. The important thing is, Tanith's going to help us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, so, so you, you presented, presented it well. Yes. You presented it well. <laughs> has, he, has he given the yes? Just he, before we check, before we chair. He nods. And what is it that you're looking for? What What are you looking for from me then? Do you have access to her? Yes. Is it easier if 
to get this lock of hair, is it easier for you to do it, or is it easier for you to give us access to do it? I have, at the Queen's request, I have placed several protections around the cell where Presidia is currently residing. would be fairly simple for me to bypass them in the guise of placing more further protections on it. Okay. But why? What use does the field marshal serve at this stage? At this stage, none. At a later stage, something. Of course. Doing such a thing would put me at some considerable risk, he says, uh, and you can make another sense for it. Oh boy. Look at my dice go there. God, Tanner. Is he rolling badly? Yes. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> 20, 24, uh, 34 again. And, and indeed, like, the impression you're getting off him is he's, he's trying to project his air of sophisticated grace and all the rest of it. But inside, he's really rattled. The events mm. of today have shaken him up completely, which is why he keeps failing his roles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he, he's feeling yeah. better now that he's doing the political manipulation, but he's not. He hasn't gone straight back up to the top of his game. No, this is below. This, this is, is below this par. Is, this is like that lock of hair is so, still disarrayed and it's sapping his so power. So he's he's talking about the considerable risk that he will run doing this. Um, mm-hmm. He. Um, He's not completely making this up. There is some risk to him, but very little. Okay. I would not say this is a completely trivial matter to him, because if he gets caught, then he's fucked. Oh, absolutely. But it's not going to be very hard for him. You know, he's already been in. The, he's already been down in that cell for an hour already, mm-hmm. casting this, that, and the other thing to try and protect mm-hmm. it. Because he's literally the guard in this situation. Yeah, it's much easier for him to go into the cell. Uh, there are probably. actual guards yes. as well, but he has a perfectly legitimate reason to be in there. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so it is reasonably easy and pretty low risk for him. Mm. Uh, he's just trying to angle for the biggest concessions that he can get out of you in exchange for it. Okay. But he's actually going to fold on this pretty easily. He's not going okay. to want all that much off you. Okay. Um, at, at which point, you know, you can sort of ask a couple more questions and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. He will basically set. He will settle for everything that you know about what's going on with Iliosa at this point. So, the there's there's the details of it. He doesn't have that. What Casamon is doing is basically turning all her emotions up to eleven. Yeah. She's driven by fear. That sort of yeah. thing. He he doesn't yet know that and yeah. is now angling to find that out. Yeah. And if you're prepared to trade him that information, yes. th- then um, he will take that as his price. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. So he will, you know, because Silver's effectively know. given him a very valuable yeah. gift. Yeah. At which yeah. point, yeah. You know, it's, it's you know, something one, he really freaking needs yeah. for his life. To judge, you know, to judge the risk properly, one would have to assess just what is driving the Queen. In a lot <laughs> of the yeah. Halfway through a sentence, in yeah. fact, yeah. And <laughs> he, he has has like a reasonably lengthy sort of hour-long conversation with you, and mm. and it is pretty obvious to Silver, like. He is looking for to find out exactly what's going on with Leosa, precisely for the reasons of the best way to manipulate her. Oh, but it's tennis. Uh, it that's a thing that he is absolutely going to need to do mm. because his primary motivation here is don't get a crossbow yeah, bolt stuck through my face. <laughs> yeah. Don't die. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, and I mean, he wants to know everything that is going on with her. He, he has quite legitimate uses for this information. Mm-hmm. Doubtlessly, he will also use it to his own advantage and plans. Yeah. But, but the thing is, you know, whether or not the rest of us care, you probably want him to have the ability to Someone use this. Yeah. Because you probably don't want the Queen to disavow him, and this is yeah. going to give him more chance of surviving. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so the, the price you are paying for this is functionally this will give Tanith a few more levers to use and probably advance his agenda a bit more. Yeah. But he can turn up the lock of hair to you reasonably easily. Nice. Um, can Excellent. I gather from the conversations whether or not he might have been manipulating Iliosa and the, the whole Grey Army thing? Oh, here we go. Is this when he's going to start so getting You know that was an outcome that he was happy about. Yeah. Oh, I rolled shit. Okay. You've had, you've had a pretty good run. Yeah. That was a 25 for me. Yeah. So you, you sort of ask in a roundabout fashion about it. Um, the Queen has taken his advice on several matters, but he doesn't give you any clear indication of how much of it is his agenda versus how much of it is her agenda. Okay. Um, right. <laughs> he sort of indicates that, you know, generally, you know, generally a united force will be a good thing for the city. Um, but perhaps not if, you know, the Queen is is going to prove an unreliable leader, but hum, mm. hum, ho, hum, waffle, waffle. Yeah, okay. So he's, he's, he's in middle ground, he's been yeah. neutral again. Yeah. It's back to unreadable. He is reclaiming his equilibrium. Oh, damn yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, in fact, even as you... even And, and then a comb appears in his hand, and he's just tidying his hair. No, 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 he has unseen servant for that. Yeah. yeah, that's right. His hair just invisibly is just starting to straighten itself. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't, He does in fact, you know, pause briefly to flick his fingers and cast something, and the comb comes out and starts doing his hair. Um, Thank God he didn't see a mirror. If worked out, I'm thinking it's Nick. Oh, God. Okay. He may be descended from X. So I think that's probably about. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll also ask him. Are you feeling more confident now to to go back to the queen's side? Certainly, now I have a better understanding of how a woman can take a crossbow bolt to the throat and get up like nothing happened. It's remarkable and terrifying all at once. <laughs> Stay safe, Tenneth. I know out in the open we aren't father and son, but I don't want you to be hurt. And he will come over and puts his hands on you. Like, from the front or the back? Front. Comes over to you. Puts his hands on you. Keep yourself safe too, Mordell. Cassavon is an ancient and dangerous enemy. But if Mandravius the Hero did not complete the job as we thought... Then we, the Mandraviuses, will do it. <laughs> Just have to, yeah. The story is about you and I, Mordell. We can make this happen. We can finish this job. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, the story is always about the Mandraviuses. <laughs> wow. What's going to happen when oh. we everyone rolls up and. He is not. He he has never traditionally been a big hugger because that's a more of a human thing. It's also not an Asmodian thing. What he does is he sort of puts a hand on your face, just there. Mm-hmm. Keep yourself safe, and we'll basically make arrangements that this seems to be a reasonably safe drop. So he will literally just drop the lock of hair, you know, in a box in that corner over there. Okay. At some point, when he can get to it in the next day or two. Yeah. 
That's fair. So just, and, you know, like he's not worried anyone's going to break in here and steal a random piece of hair. Yeah, and plus who's going to find the box and who's going to care about random yeah, yeah, hair. And, yeah. yeah. Alright, um, so we've finished, and I don't have to worry about having a disguise in front of him now. Yeah, oh, does he want <laughs> Yes. Does Octavia know? About him. About what? About me. My identity. You did give her a pretty big hint the other day. Don't you think that your mother has a right to know? I wonder. So the answer is no. That wasn't what he said. <laughs> what he did was ambiguously answer the question with a question. Do I need a roller sense motive? Yes, you do, actually. <laughs> Because he is certainly not going to answer that directly. He's just going to waffle around the point. And once again, he's going to beat your ass to the ground. Is he? He's rolled an 18. Oh, fuck. What did you roll? I rolled a 15, so uh, that's 37. Uh, so, he is fairly... He, he's, he's fairly deliberately ambiguous and cryptic on that one. Mm. Um... But what you pick up between the lines is he hasn't told her. Ah, okay. Um, he's he's definitely left some open hints. Mm. You don't get why. It might be to help her. It might be to hurt her. It might be to provoke Mordell into doing things. Because mm. um, he obviously doesn't want you to disappear out of his life and continue being Silver Rose forever, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, On the other hand, I think he's got more patience for the Silver Rose thing than Octavia will have, because he's prepared to allow you 30 years to get out of of your shell. Yeah, yes. He just sees that as... My Shailen face. Yeah, Shailen face. I can just imagine Octavia doing the divination. Where is my son? All young half-elves have a a Shailen face. Man, it's not a face. (laughs) Yeah, that's what every (laughs) teenager is. Suddenly, Silver becomes right. Asmodian. What happened? <laughs> Enclosed there. Yep. Okay. Cool. That's that's a great outcome. So I didn't yeah. I didn't make that sense motive, did I? Uh, no. Okay. But Jared uh, gave you, you something. You you hit you hit just close enough to get he hasn't told her, but he's um, hinted at her, and you don't get a clear understanding of why. Why sense motive must be about hers then? Yeah, pretty close. I mean, no, you do have magic boosting it. Um, he's got a really good. It's you're it's his, opposing his bluff. It's his bluff. You're opposing. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah okay. Up, which is of course boosted by his charisma. Yeah, <laughs> and probably very high because he likes because people when you're a be- lot. when you're beautiful, <laughs> people only pay attention to what you look like, not what you're saying. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Cool. I have a father who still loves me. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure it's all going to have a happy ending. How could it not? On all fairness, I, I kind of liked Tannis. He's lawful evil, your yeah, chaos yeah. good. <laughs> you'll, you'll get over The abused. vulnerable Tannis. The, yeah, yeah. the only slightly vulnerable Tannis. I just, I've just developed an affection for him. I'm listening to him plot and scheme. Uh-huh. <laughs> Trying to come on top of everything. Mm-hmm. The little struggle. Yeah. Struggle, struggle. So. so Jack will, as as you exit the warehouse and move off a few blocks, Jack will drop down from a nearby rooftop and catch up with you on um, what you've been up to. Yeah. 
There will be an info dump. <laughs> I need the party for this info dump, however. Yeah. <laughs> what you do not see is that Spite has been hiding up here, observing you and ensuring basically that Silver came in alone. Yeah, uh, cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, because he actually did, yeah. there, was, there was no further fallout from cool. that. Cool, yeah. However, I will advise that um, we had, um, given that I was going to be observing Tanith, yes. that um, Majinko was well hidden, yeah. and thus Spite didn't observe him, but just me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, as long as Spite and Malice don't get too close to it, Majinko is just a random shooter dragon who yeah. you have as a familiar. You know, yeah. you and you and six, sixty other mages in the city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I, I still like to take the extra precautions. Yeah. Oh, Majinko possibly more pseudo dragon than its parents. <laughs> well, I guess there's some sort of thematic connection there. Of are you the son of your? Are you the child of your parents, or are you what you choose to be? Yeah, I, I think it's a really neat. Um, it's a really uh, neat parallel. Yeah. Uh-huh. Particularly because they're both um, vaguely eager, pretty and eager to, pretty rainbow and egotistical. <laughs> okay, so back to the table at large. Yay! So, um, what I want to do is um, go see. I want to talk to Neil Landis and um, Ben Carlo. Do we want to do that with them together? Yeah, I think yes. Because yep. the reason I think yes is I was thinking of casting a scroll of buying a scroll of false vision and casting it so nobody can scry on us. That may be an overkill, but considering this is the conversation with Nelia Landis and Vincarlo about Chrysidia's hair. Okay, yeah. no, I'm, I'm, I'm after that. I just yeah. wanted to. Ma- I was thinking we should build that mm. with them together. Yeah. Well, at which point, I'm going to yeah. propose that we don't do it tonight. That we actually obtain the lock of hair and do it tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd like to still visit him though. I'd request that we don't have a scene in the meeting. No, no, no. It's just a a visit and, like, give him a hug because, like, that was a pretty big day for him. Well, let's say that you've done that. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to act it out. I'm just saying that Silver still wants to meet him. We're not going to do that. I would like to cast a divination. Sure. I've written my question down. Sure. Um, and at some point when you go back and check in the warehouse again, the lock of hair is there. Tanith doesn't procure it within a couple of hours, but it's reasonably doable for him. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, I'd like to be the one to pick up that dead drop if you have no objection, because I'm... Oh. You're perfect for it. Because I'm <laughs> small and stealthy. Yeah, that's, yeah go for it. Uh, cool. At, which point, I will, yeah. um, at um. which point I will give the lock of hair to Flora, yeah. and you can put it on your character sheet. Yeah. If no one has objections, I will buy a scroll of false, false vision out of the party funds, and then I well, you don't have to do that. I'll help pay for it. What, n- no, I was going to buy it out of the party fund. Okay. So everyone's helping. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Darren will. Um, divination does not work for questions like that. It's about a plan or a goal that you have okay. next week. Darren will um, put the hair in a locket so it's a bit more concealed, and that way he can have it on him at all times. Yep. I'm just, I'm just totally seeing like you know, Silver drawing in the picture of Flora's allegedly handsome boyfriend with his Fabio-like hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's this? Um, so that you can carry the hair in a locket that oh, belongs to somebody that isn't okay. a field martial prof. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm just amusing myself and increasingly adding more attributes to Flora's, you know, um, imaginary, imaginary, imaginary boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> 
further than one. Well, someone so fabulous can only have one real name. Nefesh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. A, it's got to be. It's a. It's a picture of. It's. It's a girl yeah. picture. It's a picture of Nefesh. Yeah, totally. She, she's got. A, she's got oh, a lock with Nefesh. Oh my god! You're a straight girl crush on Nefesh too. Yeah, Nefesh yeah, is yeah. amazing at everything. Oh, Tenneth, how does Tenneth compare to Nefesh? Nephi. No, no comparison. Nephi Sue. Nephi Sue. Nephi Sue. We're going to get to the final battle. We're fighting Kassavon. We're losing it. Suddenly, <gasps> by the old gods, you! <laughs> I'm Nephi. I have 30 levels in every class. <laughs> what if Nephi's Shailen? <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy? I yeah. once shot down the Archwizard Nex in the private dim- island dimension. Fucking <laughs> Nex, asshole. And I'm not talking about the map. <laughs> uh, yeah, so my visit with Neo Landis is purely yep. for him yep. and making sure that he's okay. Because yep. he would have heard about the news. Yep. Yep. And then um, the next day, we have... Um, assume, okay, so does the night pass uneventfully? Yes. Lots of stuff's happened. Yes, completely. Yeah. The, the city is by no stretch of imagination um, even remotely in chaos. Yeah. People are... <sighs> wound up about it but nobody is rioting or they're, they're, um, what you would observe is a stricter order is being kept in the streets the grey guard are not are not booting down doors and taking people out but <clears throat> it's it's in a state of if not martial law at least temporarily approaching that the, yeah. the guard is up there are guards around on the street that's all yeah but even absent the creepy grey guard yeah. you think the day after someone tried to assassinate the queen security it, it would be high yeah yeah mm-hmm. was say a prayer to, for um for Cassidia that night so would Flora <coughs> I assume we have like the sh- the short like the symbols for like, the gods around yeah yeah, no, gods. yeah. 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 I'm sure we have a so jack for that matter <laughs> there, there's going to be an, there's going to be an old room somewhere in the um, house that probably in the, the garden or in the in the house it'll be in the house okay I would have thought you'd want it in the sunlight sure we've got windows now. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not an actual house anymore. So, um, what are your invisible seeing when you have this meeting? Do you project the Mayfall's vision? Yes. So um, <clears throat> the um, conversation is about um, cabbages. Uh, wow. Our concern about um, what Considia was up to and what she was thinking. You know how best we can keep how best we can keep the city safe. Yeah. You know um, yeah. what we think we should do. You know, um, it's kind of like a, one of our yeah. real discussions. It's, it's just you guys having it yeah. in the generic room. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, 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 it's us, Ben Carlo, and this guy who doesn't look like Neolandus Capopolis. Oh, uh, the thing is, well, you, maybe don't, we you, don't need, you don't need to include them. Oh, that's yeah. right, true. Just us. We, we, you're, you're effectively putting together like a hollow projection of whatever the fuck you fancy. Yeah, yeah. we could just be gossiping as well, rather than we um, wouldn't be gossiping. Yeah. Not it, the, the, I'm looking. For, I'm looking for a plaus- I'm yeah, looking yeah. for as plausible yeah, as yeah. possible. Yeah, you you guys are sort of vaguely arguing in circles and accomplishing nothing nothing productive. And it's kind of a debate debate about, you know, was Eliosa White to found the Grey Guard, but Chrysidia shouldn't have done it. Yep, the principles of liberty versus justice. Cool. 
That's a pretty intense discussion. <laughs> it is a pretty intense discussion. Silver gets upset. <laughs> Silver's going to have fun looking at that. Garen walks out of the room at one point. Yeah, Lucy, yeah. Lucy, Lucy says that Chrysidia got what she deserved. Yeah. Yeah. What she did wow, well, Jack's having fun making that. Wow, The point of an illusionist is you give them what they want to see. Silver crying. Yeah. No, Silver doesn't cry. He just gets upset. Yeah. He sulks. Yeah. That's right. Damn it. I don't want to make my face unpretty. He says that at some point. He um he strikes dramatic. He strikes strikes a dramatic pose at several points. Yeah. Darren goes on about visuals. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically like the, the party only yeah. slightly more so. Yeah. <laughs> Lucy's crackling explosives in her hands. Everyone eats some muffins at Flora's bank. Yeah. <laughs> I suspect that it's like Team Holy is like we all need to take some vid- we all need to do a, a, a team vigil. Yeah. And and Team Arcade is proposing killing people. And we're all getting angry and shouting it at some point. We're like, this muffin is amazing! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and now we'll have the actual conversation. So you come in on Vincalo and Neolandis both sitting around looking reasonably serious and sharing what smells like a cup of tea that has been Irished up a bit. (laughs) (laughs) That's some hardcore tea. Yes. <coughs> looks up at you. Has any further information come in that Chrysidia is dead? And his fist clenches lightly just sort of once, twice, three times, and then he buttons down everything else. <coughs> I have heard, I have read the papers, I have heard scattered reports of all kinds. Ben Carlo has been kind enough to update me on some of it. Ben Carlo nods. What did you see? What happened? And yep. Jack will narrate what hap- what really happened. Yep. And Neil Anders makes that same face that several other people have at this point. His eyebrows just raise and he looks kind of incredulous. And Vincalo too, who um, was further away, is, is listening to some of this for the first time, or rather, more he is getting his own eyewitness confirmed. He mm-hmm. saw some of this and drew some conclusions. So he was and, watching, um, but he was watching. Yeah, Blackjack. And um, totally yeah, and um, I don't know if you remember that. Um, Jack already told Vincalo right. what. No, I, I didn't. Sorry, it's been a couple of weeks. No, that's okay. So Jack told Blackjack privately yes, what that's happened. Right. That's right. But now she's telling Neil Anders and Vincalo again because, yeah. of course, she didn't have that conversation with Blackjack. Darren <laughs> so, will also put his two cents in about what he sensed in the throne room and explain yeah. what it means. <laughs> I'm not going to have Silver look for a sense mode. Uh, Neil Anders <laughs> knows that Vincalo was Blackjack. Oh, okay, yeah. But we don't know. But but the party don't know. (laughs) We still think you're Blackjack. Yeah. Well, technically, that's what the figure was. All we know is she's permanent Blackjack. Yes, there's there's an interesting dynamic happening there where the Seneschal is is aware of who the vigilante that opposes (laughs) the noble's interests is. Yeah. 
You mean the Seneschal that's supposed to be dead? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but interestingly, he presumably knew when he was still Seneschal? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I think Neil Landis would be a great Seneschal. So he's so basically the Jim Corden. <laughs> Yeah, yes, he's, he's totally Jim Gordon. <laughs> but but Carlo yeah, Blackjack good. has never done anything, um, you know, overtly hostile towards the city. Yeah, like several nobles have been humiliated or gotten come on come up come up or their plots have been exposed. Yeah, but Blackjack doesn't like routinely murder them in their beds. Yeah, like, it's, which it's probably not would the, provoke some sort of reaction. It, it's not the Green Arrow, you failed the city no. kind of situation. Because murdering people for murdering no, people and, for a political point and, is and actually the, a good guy. Uh, thing Vin, to do, Vin even has, in comics don't know that. Ben Carlo has openly told Jack on a couple of occasions that you you move to that too readily for his taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, uh, no, that's not the GM jumping on you. No, no. But uh, and in all fairness, I haven't used blackjack to do things like that. That's a, that's a very yeah, key point. Yeah, I'm sure he noticed that. Neil and just just sort of his eyebrows go up. He looks disturbed. And he just slowly has the color sort of drains a little out of his face and it goes slightly white. How about I preserve the city? Then. Am I correct that what you were telling me is that? Queen Iliosa runs, is now in command of the only armed force the city has, and that she personally cannot be assassinated? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of why we wanted to talk to the two of you. Corvos is in big trouble. I should say so, says Vincalo. Mm-hmm. Warned you. Shakes us. Recognizing this is kind of a pointless discussion at this point, uh, and, <laughs> and he's not necessarily even right. Yeah, because he was predicating his assumptions on a bunch of things that weren't necessarily true. Yeah, it's um, yeah. The uh, I'm prepared to join you in opposing the queen now, but you know, we've kind of got bigger problems than her. Uh, Lisa, you know, similar voices. So, I'll, um, yeah. Vin Carlo says, "How much of what is happening?" Is Kazavon, but it's how much is driven by Iliosa. I can tell you that I talked, we talked to her just after, and she was really upset that she had killed Chrysidia. Really upset. She's. It, it was like she was a different person. She's changed the event in her head now. She believes that the, um, the, the crossover only glanced at her, not actually I killed her. Missed. And we didn't want to call her on it because we were Silver was pretty sure she would have yeah, killed us. Neil Landis nods at this. But, Wise, but wisely the, so, I think. But the thing is, like, I was going in there. I just wanted to get the information and get out as fast as possible. But she, she, she's still in there somewhere. It, it's she's and she she's alone and she doesn't know what's happening to her and, and she's not okay. Then what is what is your estimation? Can we expect her to continue to perform the job, the role of queen as she has done thus far, or become more like Casavol? I think some of the stuff she's done already has been a bit dodgy. 
and I think it's only going to go downhill from here. She, the thing is, when she's her, when she's Casavon, Casavon just does what he wants. And when she's Iliosa, she feels like everyone's against her because people keep trying to kill her. Which, in all fairness, has happened a lot. And there's no one really to to stop her now. And I I think it's going to go downhill pretty fast. But I don't think it's going to go downhill as fast if it was someone who was just unequivocally a bad person. But I I think we need to find a cure for this Casavon thing quickly. Because I think it's going to be pretty. I think it's going to be pretty scary. It might not be as bad as the plague to start off with, but it could be worse in the long run. Neolandis thinks long and hard about this and sips his tea. Under normal circumstances, what I'm about to tell you would only be passed down strictly by word of mouth from Seneschal to Seneschal. <laughs> nice. We have those. Excellent. Um, hardly likely to put myself in a position to, pa- to pass it to Tanith Mandravius at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even, if I was, even if I was certain that I should. <laughs> because of my other things, he absolutely at this point does not want to show up. Yeah. And say, oh, yeah, I'm the rightful seneschal. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I think it is now more important than ever that my identity be kept from the Queen. And yeah. 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 I think everyone in the room yeah. nods emphatically at that one. I have known Queen Iliosa for perhaps five years. Perhaps five years prior to this. She was very young. I counseled Edred to find a more a more suitable match, somebody who would have the experience necessary to rule the city as queen, but of course he was driven entirely by his own desires for a, for a young and beautiful queen. I cannot deny she brought that to the table. She is, I always thought, much smarter than Edric took her for. More than simply, more than simply beauty. There are brains behind there too. I had been in two minds about whether or not to simply step down, step away from Corvosa quietly, leave her to it. If she was proved to be a good enough queen, I would not wish to disrupt her reign and the chaos that would follow with my miraculous return. The laws themselves have nothing to say on what happens when a seneschal is only presumed dead. (coughs) I imagine disruption and riots would be the least of it, civil war another possibility. As I say, I had contemplated simply walking away, but with this matters change. What is passed down from Seneschal to Seneschal are the secrets of old Corvosa. You've seen the pyramid steps that the castle is built upon. I can tell you for a fact that they're no part of Corvosa's architecture. They were here when the first Chalaxian armies arrived when Corvosa was but a fort on the island that is now old Corvosa. Those steps were there, ancient and weathered, even then, 300 years ago. What was passed down to me by the Seneschal before me is that those steps were kept and claimed by the Chouante. 
but they kept and held them against all comers until they were defeated and driven from the lands so that Chaliac could claim them. But the Shawante kept their, by the will of their ancestors, old items of great power. I have heard the story that the story that was passed down to me is that there was a relic there called the Heart of Casabon, a great ruby that had been set into a crown. I had taken it for a metaphorical heart, something he desired, something he strongly desired, a ruby the size of a fist is nothing to be scorned it's of considerable value and sheer weight alone and little and the history behind it but with what has happened to Iliosa I can't help but wonder if it is something more than a mere metaphor Do, did the have the Corvosan rulers traditionally worn the crown that Iliosa wears? on the contrary uh, the, the common crown is the one that Eadrin wore part of my direction as Seneschal and I must say that it was only a minor part these are old and long buried secrets, was that those vaults were not to be opened or used the rulers have access to them in, in theory should such a thing become necessary uh, but the Seneschals have traditionally kept them away from that Eliosa of course had no such direction, she would have had keys to the vaults no idea what lay within them, and no reason to stay away from them. And Tanith wouldn't have known. Even if he had been inclined to stop her, he wouldn't have known he was supposed to. And she would not have wanted to wear, wear I think, if I get, if I read my guess on her correctly, she would not have wanted to wear Eadred's old crown. <coughs> the relationship <coughs> there was not love, <coughs> or Eadred's vanity. So that's what's, that's what's different between her and the other kings and queens. They've all had the curse affecting them, but she's got the crown to worry about. Because no one was there to tell the young woman otherwise. And again, he clenches his fist a couple of times. Because this is kind this. It's not his fault, but it's his responsibility. Yeah. It's his fault. Yeah. yeah. It, it wasn't your fault you got attacked by a mob and kidnapped by an Arcona. It was Gloria Arcona's fault. Like, lots of stuff. Pile on as much as we want to. It's not a matter of fault, lass. It's a matter of duty. Gloria Arcona had a duty to not attack the Seneschal of the city. He failed that duty. There are historical reasons why Corvosa has used the setup that it does. It can seem convoluted, many guard forces, many different leaders, many different possibilities, but checks and balances exist for a reason. Yeah. We've been telling Iliosa for a while now that there were too many grey maidens and that the guard was too small, but she hasn't listened to us. Would Casabon have wanted her to listen to you? I think no. not. It's not this no. a unified force under his her command can only serve his interests. And taking down the Arconas while they needed to be stopped, she doesn't there's no one really opposing her now. 
is unfortunately the nature of the game of politics. Wherever there is a void in power, it will be filled rapidly. Sometimes for the better, sometimes not. You could not have done otherwise than what you did. The Iconos could not have been allowed to continue. The horror of the blood bale unleashed upon the city is sickening. And, yeah, you only get one of those. And things would have gone far worse, I think, if they had if Gloria had achieved his ultimate goal and replaced me. Or um, if he hadn't, if we had um, picked one of his puppets and he'd become king, he'd presumably have gone down, he might well have gone down to the vault and put on the crown. And then we'd be facing the Rakshasa. He would, he would have had the same problem. No one to tell him not to. Although, well... Yeah, he sort of pauses and thinks about that because Neil Ames would have been around to tell him not to, but whether or not Gloria would have paid any goddamn attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whether Gloria would have successfully extracted that information from long, Neil Landis. It's a long war, yeah. yeah. I know the Shawante wanted those relics protected, and I know that the heart of Kazabon is not all of it. What was passed down to me is that there were other. Pieces of importance was how it was described to me. Heart, head, hands, and others. All cool pieces, oh, heart, hands of Cassavon? Things, they were described as pieces of, pieces of importance. I had taken them to be items of value that the Shawante had smuggled out ahead of, the, ahead of being driven off. The site of Corvosa. So the others aren't in the vault? No. There are several things down there that could be dangerous in the wrong hands. There are old traps and boards and spells. Certainly, I was advised not to wander too freely in the old tunnels. I would not advise anyone to do so. It's quite dangerous. But. The heart was only one of a dozen items I could mention in there, but it appears to be one of significance. As I say, there are other things that were pieces of importance to Kazabon that the Shawante took away. They're not probably not going to be very inclined to give them to us. I have dealt well with a thousand bones. Presuming that he has not been overtaken by Vincent. No, no. Last we saw, he was still okay. <coughs> One of his sons died a little while ago. Yeah, Neil Landis nods pretty, inform- pretty up with the play on this one. The Shawante have always been a threat to Corvosa, but Thousand Bones have always found reasonable in his dealings. If the nature of this threat is explained, he may be able to tell you what he knows. Do you think Kasavon will want to wage war on the Shuante? He has an army now. They've got items that he wants. They have opposed him historically. Yeah, this, this, this isn't going to be just our problem. This isn't going to be just Corvosa's problem. If um, if Kasavon keeps going the way he is, this will be everybody in anywhere, everybody in Varesia's problem. None of us can say entirely what will happen next, but 
from what you've described, I, I'm sh- he will have certainly asked basically the same information that Tanith asked for. Yeah. Yeah. Really also. yeah, yeah, we will have given him. It, certainly, if we're going to tell Tanith, we can tell the Orlandus. I think it was definitely important that Tanith knows. Kazamon yeah. clearly influences the Queen, but does not direct her. I do not think it could be anything as blatant as uh, simply forcing <coughs> her to march an army into the Sinterlands to reclaim whatever he has lost. She has to be talked into it. But the Shantae are a threat to Corbosa. What if there was an, another attack? What if there was another attack like some of the ones we've seen? I'm Maybe sorry. this time you could convince her that wiping them out or driving them away from the city needed to be done. Among other things, the, with the formation of such an army, the Shantae will doubtlessly <laughs> respond by at least making preparations to mobilise against it. Especially that boy hunts what he kills. He would be all for it. War could come upon Corvosa that neither side actually mm. desires. It's um, been come really close to it already. Yeah. Uh, several times over the past uh, years. It, it wouldn't take much. Certainly during the, the plague, he came by with an army, ready to set everything on fire. The Queen might have gone to war then if we hadn't, um, if we hadn't stopped them. And yeah. without, without even needing Passavon to be in the mix. There's a possibility that Ken's condition might get worse. Casabon's hold might get, get greater. That's definitely getting stronger. I mean, we could, couldn't even tell before, and now we really can. I mean, I don't think that crown is something you're supposed to wear for a long time. But I kind of presume if we take it, try and take it off her, it's right back to the disemboweling. There's uh, <laughs> presence all over the castle, I can tell you that much. may even be that whatever essence of him remains in the crown has now passed into her entirely. Mm. It may merely now be nothing more than it appears. That makes makes Uh, a certain amount of sense. Certainly, Garen, um, the crown was not radiating evil in and of itself, although there are several methods by which that could... um, yeah. Have no detections and things. Well, it, it may just be that he's so freaking evil. I couldn't detect him. Yeah, his background. <laughs> yeah, the crown is not more evil than Casabon. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, know. at that point, Gurren's brain started melting <laughs> out of his ears. <laughs> Too much evil. At the least, I think the Shantae need to be approached with an offering of peace. An offering of peace, at least some sort of understanding of what is happening the city that the threat is not directed against them before we end up in a war that we do not neither side truly desires as to what further information they have the forefathers of Corvosa had no interest whatsoever in preserving the Shawante culture that was here and the Shawante themselves have only kept an oral tradition as far as I am aware their shamans keep old legends uh, of what their ancestors have told them Sort of pauses quickly. Similar in a way, I suppose, in the way that the traditions of the Seneschal have been passed down orally. Mm-hmm. Ironic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had that thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's never quite put that together because yeah. he's not at the context. Yeah, he's only inter- he's interested in the in the Shawante as a diplomatic concept, but he has no compelling investment in them, their culture. 
etc. etc. It's especially ironic when you consider that Tanner thinks that it's a primitive form of, of um, taking history yes, yes. and he has a Seneschal. Yes, well it is, it is a very human thing. All the Seneschals have been Chalaxian, pure-blooded Chalaxian humans. Yeah. Every last one of them. Except for him. Yeah. yeah. Well, we do have something in, on our and in, in behind us. With if we go and get information from the Shoante, we do have Tanith on our side. I'm glad for what he's done already, but I kind of think Tanith's on his side. Yeah, yeah, but definitely. Just just because he's on his side doesn't mean that he's not also on his life side. He might be an ally for now while we need to take her down because he doesn't want to be disavowed and that's a very real possibility. But there's, there's something we should tell you both about while we've still got this. Just as maybe. We got... Tanith got us a lock of Chrysidia's hair in case the Queen destroys her body. There's that brief moment where both of them sort of think why immediately come to the conclusion you see them simultaneously go huh huh oh (laughs) (laughs) we don't know what we're going to do with it yet what would be the best thing to do nothing right Flora thinks nothing right now while things are so tense and scary but we wanted you to know that Neil Anders nods slowly at this I'm inclined to agree with you Flora Presidia's return would be just be hoping that <coughs> it may well be that we will need allies to I think we will certainly need allies to keep an eye on Queen Eliosa to be prepared to move against her if it becomes necessary and he sort of looks over at Vincarlo who gives him a very serious nod here and I can think of a few. I can think of a few people who think as I do, who would be opposed if the Queen continues the sort of cha- along the path she is taking, continues the changes she is making to Corvosa. Invariably, a resistance will form. Corvosa wants appetizing. We have here a core to organise it, and. A rallying point, he says, as he looks at Neil Anders. Because they've got a completely legitimate, um, if not ruler of Corvosa. Among other things, Neil Anders would become the ruler of Corvosa if yeah. all the other kings and queens die. Yeah. yeah. He would at least become the regent of it, and then you'd have a very complicated string of politics as to what happens next. This is if he comes out of the closet and discloses himself. Yeah, so what what Vincalo is proposing is very quietly, like, passing that word to very key people that he thinks would form a core of resistance kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. If we go into the Sinterlands to try and find out what the Shante know, we'll need you guys to keep, we'll need you both to keep an eye on things here for us. And we'll need you to be extra careful because it's about to be a scary time to be opposing the Queen even discreetly. If it aids you to tell Thousand Bones that I am still alive, in fact, he will start writing a note. 
do not have the sinistral seal, but uh, he should at least recognise my writing, and basically hands you a letter that more or less is, um, that's written to Thousand Bones from the Atlantis, that more or less says that he is alive, that these people are his on his trusted, that the people bearing this letter are his trusted envoys, um, yeah. and please render any due assistance kind of thing. Alright, does yeah. anyone in particular, I'll write that down, but I'm happy if someone else yeah, wants to write it. I don't know, you desperately need to list so it on your character sheets. Okay. It, it, it's, it's, it's mostly so we remember we've yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm, and I figured we're sharing around plot critical yeah. information. Yeah. I have Chrysidia's badge. Um, Laura has the lot of the Silver is the kind of Shante diplomat person we're kind yeah. of relying on here. Neil Landis basically says to you, know, that may be useful to you, it may not, I don't know. Yeah. You guys take it in whatever direction you think is appropriate when you get there. You'll be yeah. the, the envoys on the ground. Well, uh, as we're doing <laughs> secret spy stuff, he has them both. They are. Carlos smokes recently. I had Garen has them both a um, a bit of paper with yep. some writing on it. I've been moving or moving around the teleportation orbs in the um, in the manner. An excellent thought. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big color, rather. Uh, I thought you may find them useful. <laughs> if you guys need to get away quickly. So yeah, he yep. gives them a yep. list of this, go, this goes here, this goes there. <laughs> Good to know. I'm really happy I gave the mask back now because that means that Blackjack can be watching over Corvosa while I'm not there. Yep. And now he has the added ability of teleportation. Yeah. <laughs> Blackjack could always teleport. <laughs> <laughs> Rapper Cook. Some Blackjacks have been able to teleport. Yeah. That's true. Alright. And is there any more sinister plotting we want to do at this stage? That's everything Jack, all the secret information Jack wanted to pass along. Garen would like to have a private conversation with Neolantis. Uh, yep. Well, I figured um, the re- I won't have a chat to you, which can be after you have the conversation with him. And I figure, um, we, you know, we can sort of book out of here, and that probably doesn't need the protection of the false vision up. Yeah. yeah. So, just to finish <coughs> that one, uh, so Neolantis will basically. Um, charge you with whatever veneer of legitimacy he's still got to do so. To go to the Shawantes as his envoy, he doesn't necessarily think they'll have a lot of law to be able to help you because he he doesn't hate the Shawante, but he just doesn't think all that much of them. They're yeah. a completely neutral faction to him. That they're, they're a neutral faction that have been a historical threat to Corvosa. Yeah. Um, what he wants primarily done is let's not have a war. Yeah. Secondarily to that, get whatever information they have that is useful to you. But, but he's very vague on this because he more or less just says, you know, I don't know what they know. Yeah. Find mm-hmm. out if you can do what you want with it. You know, you, you guys at this point know better than I. Um, he openly says that he's not going to gain say any of Garen's research. Garen knows more about the history than he does at this <laughs> point. Yes. Um, wow. Research dwarf. What he does say to you is basically that um, his contact with Thousand Bones has always been Thousand Bones comes to him. Um, when he has wanted to make contact, he traditionally sends you know a, a couple of dozen letters with various merchants, couriers, and all that sort of thing, in the hopes they'll run into him eventually. Uh, he has no idea where on the where on the Cinderland Plains you would find Thousand Bones, or sort of more 
in this area because the Shawanta are nomadic. On the other hand, I bet we know someone who knows where um, Thousand Bones' tribe's customary um, yeah. traveling routes are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But basically, he can provide you with absolutely no useful assistance in terms of the traveling because he's not an outdoor survivalist. Yeah. Uh, he would point you to the Cinderlander as somebody that you would hire to find them, you know, if you desired. If not, you'll have to rely on your own skills yeah, we're or find not another guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it, 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 considering we're explicitly, if we were just going out there to quest on the Cinderland, we might be prepared to, to you know, swallow that bit of pill and just keep him away from Shantae. But considering we're explicitly yeah. going there for Shantae diplomacy, the, it's like, has we been, can only bring him for the first half. It doesn't seem like a very the sound plan. has been out to the Cinderlands basically for the sake of seeing them and understanding what Corvosa is built on, found yeah. them in an hospitable wasteland, and has never gone out to track down a big tribe of Shantae because yeah. dangerous, wasteful, and pointless, basically. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that's the info dump there. Sweet. Cool. Right. Yeah, you wish to, to speak to me. I after the um, after the incident, I got home and there was a a letter waiting for me. He hands it over. Neil Anderson sort of looks askance at you slightly before yeah. cracking it. As he's reading, up, he says, "It's Cressidia's confession, I suppose." She would have wanted it understood. Why she did what she did. But she was not a mad woman. I guess the soul goes south. This needs to be protected. Merely one who would do a duty no matter the cost. Thank you for that. Keep it safe for me. She was a friend. And to me as well. Tucks it away near his heart. Aww. I can think of no safer place for it to be. Uh, and um, he will tell you basically if you are going to the Cinderlands, proceed entirely at your own pace, spend as much time prepping shit as you want. Um, nobody seems to have any um, strong belief that Iliosa is immediately going to go into raving tyrant and start yeah. your yeah, regularly yeah. scheduled executions. <laughs> yeah. The reality is, even if she does, she's basically unkillable at this point. Yeah. I mean, what, yeah, what we're doing is really actually more important. Yeah, well, it's like, it, it's plan A, find a way to defeat Carsevon, or plan B, all get killed. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, well, she personally might not be stoppable, um, you could start a big ass civil war and stop her army from butchering all the citizens of Cornwall. Yeah, that's true. But there's no compelling evidence they're going to start the regularly scheduled protocol. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, of every, murders. Everyone needs to keep their heads down, but it's not. It's more going to be Corbosa going into a shift into tyranny as yeah. opposed to immediate. We're in Nazi Germany. Plus, yeah. you know, to be honest, I think this is the slope. So it, this is only the same slope we've been on since the beginning of the campaign. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I is mean, it, the guard's been going downhill for a while. This is, this is going to have. When it gets to the freedom fighter stage, this is going to have quite the um, thing to it. I mean, we've got the former Seneschal, freaking Blackjack, yeah. and the Dragonmark heroes of Cavosa. Yeah. 
But this is this the going out to find the Shuante in the Centerlands is going to be a journey of a while. This is not you jaunt out for a couple of days, find them, and come back again. Yeah. yeah so we're going to um, want to do any role playing and it's, any prep that we want to do. It's like yeah. a it's like a week's ride to get to the start of the Centerlands from yeah. here. Plus, we won't be able to get back to the mansion while we're doing this. So. Yeah, yeah, we're, it, it's probably this was probably actually kind of a bad time to live in a what luxurious um, resort mansion. Yeah, this is the outside the city adventure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because uh, among other things, I wanted to ask you about preparation slots. Yes. Um, presumably, we have them, but once we use them, they're gone because we can't go back to our house and Correct. recharge them. Correct. So that they're kind of more crucial than they usually are. Oh, I'm so glad I upgraded. <laughs> yeah. So um. Yeah, so that's... Anyway, I want to point out, I will be really, really... I, I won't be a lot of help when we're adventuring through the trackless wilderness, because really not Jack's expertise. However, I'll be awesome at the freedom fighter parts when we are back to being freedom fighters. But we have the travel cleric for the outdoors. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the, um... Instead of all not... All, all being screwed, except... Instead of relying on Flora for being <coughs> the only one in the party who can make a will save, we're going to be relying on Flora for being the only one in the party who can make a survival check. And Silver's glorious one rank in survival. I have one glorious rank. I have a skill point. You're, 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 you're our backup survival. You're, you're the second best survivalist in the party. Um, Thanks, Nakoda. Could we buy a map of the Cinderlands and get yeah. Nakoda to draw? I, I think we should runner. have. A, I think we should have a good. Th- I would like to do this little Garen scene, and then I think we should have a good think about what prep we want to do and do that, oh, and then we can do farewell I scenes. I don't think Lucy spent a single night out of. The city. Yeah. No. Yeah. Neither is Silver. Don't worry, Silver. Silver can teach you about roughing it. <laughs> he spent a whole week Silver. in the streets. <laughs> Silver, Silver like, spent a whole entire day in the country. Yeah, <gasps> that's true. <gasps> that was hardcore, man. Should, what, I got was my that, shit um, Was that what you wanted? <laughs> yes. Really that, that was exactly what I wanted. <laughs> like, if you're so, wanting outdoors, you spend a whole entire so day in the basi- country. Basically, with the preparation slots, yeah, they're exactly... Um, for blind stuff that you can pull out of your backside that you got from home so that you're not having to walk around the city with rope pittens, a climbing yeah. cat, etc, etc. There's nothing stopping buying all that crap and going out to the Centerlands with it. Mm-hmm. Um, among other things, you will probably want to take horses because oh, it will yes. make you a hell of a lot faster. Mm, not camels, or is it, like, is it horse territory? Uh, camels would probably actually be more useful <laughs> out yeah. in that territory, but there's no camels okay. for sale in the city. It's yeah. not. It's, it's not, not catfish. <laughs> we can't just buy camels. Um, do we need a, ha- a handle animal to use it? Yeah, because apparently there's no ride skill. Yeah, handle animal is the riding skill. Okay. All right. Can I? However, I will point out that it is a difficulty five check to ride a horse under normal circumstances, so everyone here can do it standing on their head. Do I take a racial penalty for being a dwarf? We you have to ride a pony instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little pony. But yeah, with, with the preparation slots, you can buy stuff in advance, but once you get out into the Cinderlands and That's you use your preparation slots, they pull out this potion. Cool. You don't, you don't necessarily have to um, get back to your house to refill them, but you have to get to civilization. Yeah. Among other um, things, there is a smaller city betwixt here and the, Cinder- and the start of the Cinderlands called Karamega. First thing I'm going to do is buy a master survival kit. <laughs> master work survival kit for everyone. So, um, when we get back to the mansion, yeah. and um, 
Garen, or in fact, um, when Garen heads back to his forge, because doubtless he'll go back there at some point to be working on his, um, you know, possibly do a little bit of soothing blacksmithing to calm down from the stresses well, of the I day. Well, I can teleport between the two, so... Uh, yeah. um, so, um, Jack will skulk out of the corner. Seeing we're doing secret spy, spy stuff and everything, I got you this. It is a little, it is a very small, nondescript, dusty case which appears to contain nothing of any particular importance. Why? When you open it, <laughs> here is what packs inside it. Ooh, potions. And dusts and selves of sneakiness. Yes. This is a secret spy kit. What's yes. The GM wants to know. Okay, in the secret spy kit of sneakiness, we have. A potion of spider climb. A potion of shield of faith. Plus four. Did Plus I put four? four? Oh, right. okay. Plus four. <laughs> a dust of disappearance. <laughs> a dust of appearance. <laughs> and a salve of slipperiness. That's awesome. I'm just you made a secret spy kit for the paladin. Who yeah, yeah I, I, I looked for the things that I felt that Jack felt Garen most needed to be able to do, and then I want you one say, of those. I want to see Garen doing spider climb. I'm yeah. just oh, great. <laughs> well, the point is, the spider climb entirely passes your inability to climb. Exactly. You, can do wow. you know what I see? Wow. I see him doing the Dio strut. Oh my god. Like up the hill. Yep. Yeah. Up and the wall. Uh, Flora, now you have a reasonably clear understanding why your feet have begun to itch. <laughs> you head for the travelling montage part of the yeah. adventure. Oh. Oh, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Yeah. So so I'm going to figure out what they do. And and so if you so and people try to catch you, that's what this one is for. Or if you have to climb on the ground, large and clunky, that's what this one is for. If people try to sneak up on you, you can use this one. And if you need to hide, you can use this one. Because if you're on your own and you don't have me around and you need to hide somewhere, this will help you. And this one is just if you you know have to fight an even bigger monster than usual. Well, that definitely sounds like something I'll be doing. <laughs> That's what I thought. So, you know, I know it's not in your nature to be, you know, stealthy and stuff, but this this will help. <laughs> <laughs> this Thanks is, the this is all we can do for you. Nice. Oh, fuck Fucks. You really don't take care of me, don't you? <laughs> Jack will scuttle off because <laughs> it's all gotten very sentimental. <laughs> oh. And there we are. Jack. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. So cute. <laughs> so I figure probably one of two things at this point. We can either call it there or um, you can uh, possibly talk to Nakota and get um, informational briefings of things and ideas of him. I figured, you know, we wanted a, a fresh session is probably good for making all our yeah. Yeah. actually adventuring in the If Silver wants to talk specifically with Nakoda, you know, I'd like to see uh, Sabrina before I go, but yeah. I want to yeah. just ask the. Okay. I want to tell Sabrina about certain things. Okay. But I, I like to ask the party um, whether that's going to be a good idea. That's a that's a good idea asking the party. Yeah. 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 What do you idea, want to tell? Because I don't want Sabrina to come in danger. Because you guys uh, probably have told Lucy that um, 
got the sense that if the queen knew the truth about what's happening to her, she might actually Freak try to out. kill her and yeah. kill us. And she might do the same to Sabrina. Uh, yeah. And telling Sabrina means that that might put Sabrina in danger. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that's that, what I w- I'm worried about. Yeah. I, so Sabrina doesn't have a lot of pact. Yeah. yeah not that, telling but, her means that she might be safer. But you're going to have to tell her something because, among exactly. other things, that the five of you can't just disappear out of the city for two or yeah, three months that's, without that's people asking where the hell you're going and what you're doing. Well, Garen's going because he wants to learn the forging techniques of. I don't want to lie to her. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to lie um, to her. You can tell her that we're going to research the history mm. of the city. Yes. You can tell her that we do. We could, Which is we, true. We yeah. could tell her that we're going on a diplomatic mission to the Shante to try and make certain they don't start any trouble while the city's so unsettled. But why us? Because but we're the dragon marked heroes of Quivosa, is what we do. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> silver's, <laughs> what, silver's like the closest thing any, the entire city has yeah. to a Shante. Yeah, I mean, le- legitimately. And also the person who cares more about the Shante's well being than anyone else in the city who isn't actually Shante. Castle Bond stuff, completely aside, if Eliosa was sending a delegation after them, it would probably be you guys. Yeah, that's true. You, you have the martial capacity and the strength to survive the Centerlands. You're likely to be able to take whatever the show will take and throw at you, and you're also the best, the best running diplomat. Like, who, who the fuck else is she going to send, Octavia? Yeah, and this is a good time to do it because um, people will be feeling uneasy about the assassination attempt. So we want to make sure nothing else comes along. I just, I just don't want to be hiding too much stuff. This I know, but you're protecting your... I don't want to. Yeah, I know. You don't have to lie, you just have to tell a half-truth. And a half-truth isn't technically a lie. Yes. You can think that, but emotionally... (laughs) Yeah, but but on the other hand, you've told... You've got a pretty good run of telling Sabrina things. You've told her about the Rakshasi. You've told her about a lot of stuff. But telling her specifically, like, Tanith is right next to the Queen and he knows but Tannis is yeah. really good at lying and he cares much more about himself than he does about uh, Iliosa whereas <laughs> Sabrina is someone who is really poor it's his favor, is it? yes. yeah, in this yeah. case yes because it's, it's not a good idea to talk to Iliosa about this no. yeah. and, that, and that's what Sabrina yeah. would want to do as Tana, a friend except, you know, if your friend was possessed by a demon you're sort of supposed to tell them except what that's going to do is Sabrina's going to get uh, killed and then that's just going to destroy Iliosa. <laughs> among other things um, uh, there's, there's probably a question to be asked there as to whether you guys would tell Iliosa uh, some story or another about what you're doing Yeah. on the yeah, basis of this like that might or might not be a bad idea but she might or might not take it badly if you all just kind of disappear from the city yeah, yeah. or might certainly she would yeah. tell Flora would send her a letter saying that yeah, we should tell her in person, yeah. and we should tell her the truth because we may still have to have Silver make a bluff check, but it's less of a lie than it would be. We should say we want to go talk to the Shante and you know do a kind of an emissary thing. Yeah. yeah, and while we're out there, we want to do some research. It's just the timing is no, it's the timing is good because there's just been an assassination attempt, and we're making sure nothing else. Bad happens. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. You I mean, could even tell us we're making sure the Shante weren't involved. Yes. Yeah. Um, or aren't up to anything. Yeah. In their own bat. Yeah. Can I get a calculator? Is there a? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Alright, so, um, Lucy is basically just, okay, okay, so, um, I'm just gonna try to tell Sabrina <laughs> as little as possible. Pretty much, yes. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> yeah, that's completely legitimate. There's no reason you should be happy about this. No, but Lucy's not happy at all about this. The, the, the thing is, there might come a time where, where you get to tell Sabrina everything, and when that time comes, that's fine. Yeah. We will be happy then, because that will probably be closer to when she's prepared to, when you were prepared to say, we don't want to hurt Elio, so we want to help her. Yeah. But to help her... We need to do this. We have to stop this thing. We have yeah. to do this. We're probably going to be doing stuff that Sabrina won't necessarily agree with as well. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah, so but the thing is, we've got the advantage that we didn't have with Varric, which is that we've got... You have a much deeper relationship with um, Sabrina, and this time, because we're not actually just going to surreptitiously murder her <laughs> and <laughs> tell Sabrina about it, which makes the much harder. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's not yeah. going to happen. When, when we get to that point, like, yeah. Yeah, but then, <laughs> at that point, we, Sabrina doesn't have to then survive three months of making her <laughs> have two bluff checks, with us not even in the city to help. Right, yeah. yeah. I, you know, Sabrina's bluff check is possibly... Yeah, you don't want to want bluff check. That is a phrase. Sabrina to also die, because yeah. then I'll be like, okay, <laughs> two scrolls. <laughs> I want this cat. Two scrolls? Two scrolls of resurrection. That's a lot of money. Yeah. We had that oh. conversation. At oh. Kingmaker, we had that I'll conversation. Keep, keep where, um, a guy um, got killed in the dodge and then we had to bring him back. Oh, and it was like, dude, you, you need to dodge more because 5,000 GP is a lot of money. <laughs> I, just, I just don't. I don't want that to be something that we have to deal with. No, I yeah, exactly. And I don't, no, think I don't want it. Lucy would want to deal with. No. So it's also a big burden for Sabrina to hold on to. Yeah. That. Like, yeah, yeah. But hiding things to people is not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I can see why it's particularly pertinent for Lucy given yeah, the circumstances. Silver as well. <laughs> well, the thing is now Lucy's Africa. in the position of not yeah, telling Sabrina something that Sabrina would want her to tell. Yeah. It's but, time for the survival adventure. It's time for the survival adventure. Yeah. The outdoors bit where all the city slickers go out and like, what the fuck? We have to sleep on the ground and the sun is... Yeah, well, we don't have a J- Jack's only, only vaguely intimidated because she has so little idea of what's in store for her that she's not like, even very freaked oh, out yeah, about yeah. it. Whereas Garen's like, oh no, I will have to make a Fortitude 22 Fortitude versus the heat. And, what and, is? <laughs> and, and Silver's going to be all like, "Oh, the is going to be so proud of me when I get through this completely unscathed." Wait, Next I'm hour. dying! I'm yeah, dying! I, I, um, I probably want to do some, uh, do a little bit of spell research for some of my preparations because yep. it's probably time to I look think. into a few less things like feather fall and jump, and a few more things like endure elements and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. it's it's funny. Uh, you've got the survival skill to survive out here. Whereas Gara just hard dwarfs it out. Oh yeah, Team Holy is gonna be. <laughs> yeah, but see, the the distinction is Garin won't die of exposure, but Flora can make certain we will actually go someplace. <laughs> That's true. 
Whereas it, it much, it's, it's like the, it's exactly the same as it was in the play. Garin can't catch diseases. Flora can stop everyone from dying. <laughs> so it's it's kind of a more is, universal um, skill. So the question is, um, can Karen carry, let's see, um, about 105 um, pounds of weight or a couple of weights carry? Probably. Are you saying well, Lucy's yeah, like, yeah, you I want Garen to tow you through this. <laughs> <laughs> There's a possibility that well, you just... Horses, people, horses. This is exactly like oh in Zelda God. where you wind up having to carry that princess yeah. for an entire level of the dungeon. <laughs> I can't believe you put me down just to fight the monster. <laughs> Another advantage is got is uh, Flora can create water in this wasteland. I also have create food and water. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The water is the important one, though. Susan, would you like? Um, I have a little thing here of um, expressions in Shawante in the foreign made-up language. Sure, that yeah. Sharatok, Shamek, greetings, outsider. <laughs> <laughs> several other bits and pieces there so excellent how do yeah. you say which way to the bathroom <laughs> so no there's not going to be any bathroom trips here we're too dehydrated for that no, nobody up to and probably including Iliosa knows what is coming next for Corvosa but you know where you guys are headed to the merciless son of the Cinderland dun dun dun, 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 dun. dun.